Blog Talk Radio. Graduated in December, right? 
so shout out to my old classmates and stuff like that. But one of them reached out to me and was like, they're they, she has she's in control of like their Instagram page, the actors, the fine arts department's Instagram page, and she's like, hey, you know, I want to put you as a feature on the Instagram page. And I'm like, because oh, you didn't get your, you know, your senior, you didn't get to do your senior thing. I was like, wow, this is going to be so fun. So when that, I, I love, they, they asked me a bunch of questions and asked for pictures and stuff like that. So uh, I'm so excited. I get to do that. It's, it's always exciting to me to do uh, fun stuff like that. So especially, you know, now that I'm a UTA alumni. <laughs> I love saying that, okay? So, yeah, so I was I was happy about that. So shout-out to uh, Kalechi who reached out to me. I, I'm excited to have, be featured uh, for, you know, as a graduate, a UTA alumni for the actors, uh, the fine arts department's uh, Instagram page. That's so cool, okay? So, listen, what else is going on this week? Oh, man, oh, man, let me see. You know what? Y'all know I'm styling, right? Y'all know what I'm styling because, I mean, I don't have my page <laughs> Because this time I got a show. I got a show this week, okay? So you know what? So now I got to go by. Okay, so last week I talked about Rihanna and ASAP. And, I look, you know, I was listening back to the show, so I was like, wait a minute, because I know some people going to be thinking I wasn't making myself clear, okay? I said two things that were probably a little controversial to y'all, so I'm going to get it straight. I talked about Rihanna and ASAP, and I talked about that I felt ASAP Rocky. Listen, I listen. Here's what I'm saying on this: babies are a blessing, okay? And I've gone out of my week by that. <laughs> you guys are like, "Oh, Carolina, was that it for your week?" Yes, that's it for my week, okay? I, I, I had a great week, okay? Um, but going back to that, now I'm going into a little bit some of my hot topics, early hot topics. Rihanna, I want to talk about what I said about Rihanna and ASAP. What? It's not that I did not say that they couldn't. Be a happy couple. What I said is that there are things women, listen, she is going on baby number two. This guy, and if you look up ASAP Rocky, ASAP Rocky was just in court in August of eight, uh, uh, 2022 on two charges, two felony, I believe it's two felony charges. So, like, he's looking, he could be looking at time. So what I say, and now, now now I'm hearing rumors that she may even marry the guy, okay? So here, and he's been in trouble twice. And and why I say it doesn't mean that you can't get into somebody's life and change somebody's life and love can't happen and stuff, but I'm just saying that Rihanna sometimes, I don't know Rihanna, but I'm just saying what it looks like from the outside. Sometimes women can be desperate for children, desperate for a relationship, and they will get, they will just have a baby. You know what I'm saying? And without thinking of the long-term consequences of bringing children into the world, children don't just come into the world like it's just not the toddler years. You got to raise that mofo for about 18 to 21 years. You got to put in fucking work. Okay, as a parent, right? So, you know, when, and so it's not just about, to me, when I talk to you guys and I use these celebrities as examples, even though I don't know them, I'm just saying what I'm looking at from the outside, you know, they could end up, like I said, being a very lovely couple, raising very lovely kids. Blessings, I hope they do. Because we need lovely kids in society. But what I'm, lovely kids who are going to be lovely adults. 
But what I will tell you is that when you bring in a child into a broken circumstances, you create more broken problems. Rihanna, I think, herself is from a broken family, okay? So there's not I, when I said this, I'm not trying to be Kevin Samuels-like or any of these old Manosphere other guys. I'm telling you with love that it is not a pro, it's, it's hard. It's harder for a woman who's looking at a guy who doesn't have as much wealth as her, but also he's looking at jail time. It just wasn't a wise decision to me to bring a, second, a child in the second time, okay? And the other thing about Rihanna, like I said, people, you know, I didn't like the halftime. I love Rihanna, but I didn't like the halftime. I feel like the, I feel like she did that because, listen, Rihanna hasn't had a record in seven years. Okay, it's been seven years. There's like a performance or a record. And before then, the other album took a long time to come out. Remember, she was walking around. I remember before that other album, she was walking around Central Park. She was building up kind of like her clothing, Steve. You know, she was walking around Central Park, always looking like a fashionista and everything. And the other album, uh, the, the one, the last one wasn't coming out. And then she finally released it, okay? And there was some drama, I think, behind that album because it was early released and all that stuff. However, it was a banger, right? But the thing about it is... Uh, uh, she she took so long to come back, and she, she you know she's still record company. She has obligations to the Rock Nation because I think she's signing them double what she's doing management and a perform and their artists. So you know I felt like the halftime was to get up streaming because they needed her to bring up. She that halftime was boring. It was nice. The, the visuals and stuff, but and the dancers was good, but she didn't bring nobody out on stage. She didn't bring nothing. I felt like they wanted to really focus on her and get streaming services up, and that's what it did. Streaming, so she she need to she need to provide the record company a moment because she she been selling uh, pajamas and uh, 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 makeup, but. She has not been selling records, and so they need to get her name back out there as a performer and uplift, uplift, uplift her. She still, I mean, she hasn't been streaming records. I'm going to have to start saying selling because these artists don't do that no more, okay? So, yeah, so that's my take on Rihanna, okay? Now, my my statement on marriage is a business, business okay? I said two things. Y'all be saying this. I said marriage it's about love, yes, but it's also a business, okay? Marriage, it really is in some ways. I know in America we don't like to look at shit like that, but when you're considering, you know, and listen, businesses, hold on, businesses do fail. Successful businesses fail sometimes, okay? Successful businesses fail. So I'm not saying that marriage is, oh, what you going to do? Hold on, what about people who get divorced? There's a, those are successful businesses. Those are businesses that may not have been successful at all and just failed, but there may have been marriages that were successful and then went down, okay? So, yeah, okay, marriage is a, to me you have to look at marriage as a business, in my personal opinion, when you before you get married. You have to be looking at uh, things. I would suggest for young, any young lady or young man to be looking not only if you're in love with the person, okay, you're in love. I get it. I'm excited for you. Love is real. Love is love. Love is. But you know, if you older, most people know older. You can ask older men and women. Everybody you've loved in your life has not always equaled great partnerships. 
<laughs> right? So you know what I'm saying? You can love some person, a person, but it might not be a great partner for you, right? So that what what I'm saying is who provides a great partnership, right? You know what I'm saying? And so that's what I mean about marriage and by it being a business. And and when you get married, it continues in some ways, even though there's love there. It continues some ways to be a contractual business too, because you or you know you're you you promised each other. I know you promised a lifetime, but sometimes that doesn't work out. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. I gotta keep saying that because people will start writing me. And you said blah blah blah. Okay, so I have to just I have to always put out disclaimers about it. sometimes I wear sometimes because y'all get mad if you don't say it. Okay, so here's the deal. When I say that, I mean that you always have to constantly be looking to see if your business is profitable. And what I mean, you're like, what do you mean about marriage being profitable? Profitable is is it? What is it doing? What is the marriage doing? Is it working? Can you do something to revive it? You know, like sometimes people in a marriage go through times and seasons where they're, it's not profitable, right? But you, you're there in support of each other and all kinds of things. Marriages go through a series of things, right? I'm like, you treat it like a business in some ways because there's money involved. There's all kinds of things, love, everything, right? And so you have to sometimes look and see every now and then, hey, is this still working? I know most people don't see it that way, but I think more people should see it that way. So when I say that, I'm saying that you kind of – should run it like a business. I'm not saying it's necessarily a business. Yes, I am kind of, but I'm kind of not. I'm saying you have to run it like a business with love vibes. <laughs> and sometimes the most lovely thing you can do is uh, go and get uh, some renewal for the business or, re, you know, things to help the business out. But when you see the business is not working, sometimes the most lovely thing you can do is end the business, Right. Or sometimes the most loving thing you can do is restore the business in some sort of way, get some renewal, add some new things, add some, you know, this and that. You know, you know what I'm talking about. But marriage, ultimately, you have a lot of, you have a lot more business things than you do love. Like you interact with each other's money. You interact. Listen, that can be a mess. You know, it takes years for people to get a hold of money in marriages and stuff like that. Or you go, I mean. You know, is, 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 do you fit with, with your partner's career choices? Do they fit with your career choices? Because these are things that you do everything in your life, every day in your life. It's not just having children. You know what I'm saying? I know, you know, it's or, or if you choose not to have children. There's some couples that don't have children, right? I don't have children. So there's sometimes, you know, it depends on how, however you decide to move the goalposts in a marriage or however you decide to move, you have to be saying, are we profitable in the things that we want to do as a couple? How is that working for us? And if we're not, well, what do we need to do to get on track? What do we need to do to 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 get to have a, a you know, a trick? you know, a trajectory of where we need to go. And that's not always romantic. You know, I hate to, I don't, I don't want to, so I, I like to tell you kids that even beforehand, when you're choosing a partner, I tell young women this all the time, I'll even say it to young men, 
are not even young men, old women, old men, <laughs> people who are out there looking the second time or people who are still looking or whatever, okay? What I'll say is that you, <laughs> I don't know how to, it's, you have to be aware of of who that person is and how they add to your life. Like, does is because it, it's not just about liking somebody. That shit, that shit wear off. <laughs> So it's just like, you know, you have to be like, okay, does this person add to where I'm trying to go and do I add to where they're trying to go, you know, and that's very important. So if, you, if you're if you already seeing as a young person who is not married and, you know, you're already seeing and you're going, this shit, I mean, this person don't, they, they I, you know, I was talking to a younger person the other day, not a while back, okay, and they had a breakup. And... uh they had been with this person for a long time, and I understood what they were going through because I had a, when I was a young girl, I had a boyfriend that I had for a long time, and it was on and off for many years, and I understood, and she, and she was scared. She was like, wow, this is different, you know, or whatever. But she saw early on they were not going in the same direction. Like it's not. Oh God, he 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 sees me a certain way, and I see myself a certain way. And it wasn't that they didn't have love. It was just, hey, this shit. And you know what? That sometimes happens even within marriages. So I don't want you, your kids, to get out here and get, you know, to think that it just ends. I'm just saying that with marriage, you it's all a lot of it's all butterflies and rainbows because it's not. That's how people get divorced. But however, she saw it ahead of time. And it hurt. I said, you know what, it hurts now, but in the long run, you'll be glad that you did. You'll be glad that it, it <laughs> you did not make that choice. <laughs> you'll be glad. I'll tell you, like me, when I was, I, was, I like, I had this idea that I was going to, this was going to be my person for my life and everything, and now I, I've, I've seen that person since then and everything, and I'm like, yeah, no, I get it. We, it was the right choice. It was the right move. <laughs> you know, because there were certain, certain, certain things I could never see myself past, right? So so sometimes, you know, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm saying. You have to be able to have a kind of have a business sense of it ahead of time. I know, yeah, you like all the butterflies and the romantic stuff. And, oh, we got chemistry. I get it. I get it. Especially we got chemistry, Okay. But chemistry is just part of the thing, okay? You gotta really be able to uh, be able to help sustain somebody in the long run of where they're going, and that person, and vice versa. You know, that's just my opinion. So that's why I said marriage is a business. The marriage is a business statement, okay? I hope I made myself clear on that one, okay? Okay. So next out here, what we're gonna talk about? I don't know if I'm having it. It's a word. Because I don't know if, it's a, if there's a it's a word moment this week, but I'm just talking about this at the top of my head because I just saw, I was just looking, you know, and I was looking at some stuff this morning. I was looking at some, uh, some po- just sometimes I listen to different podcasts and stuff like that or I read or something like that, but articles and stuff. 
to get ready for y'all. But I just want to tell y'all, I guess this is y'all, it's the word. To protect your in protect your mind out here. It is so much information. I just was seeing somebody posting something about somebody talking about money and business. It's like an overabundance of information <laughs> out in these streets. This is the information agent. Everywhere you're getting in inundated, inundated. Am I saying that right? Inundated. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Inundated with all kinds of information. And some of it you got to weed out, and it can be so heavy because it's so much. Like, it's so much shit. <laughs> right? Like, there was some person this week I was listening to on YouTube that I had been listening to for a minute, and I had to unsubscribe to him because I was like, meh. I mean, because cause it, it, it was starting to be like some of the stuff they were saying, I was like, eh. You know, and I get, I mean, you know, it was it, – it's just sometimes it's a lot of info, even on this show, okay? You know, you can, you can be inundated with so much information. And uh, while I have fun and I joke on this show and stuff like that, some days, some shows are good, some shows I'd be like, oh, that wasn't so good show, or whatever. I have good shows and bad shows, all that stuff, you know. But uh, I hope my my hope is that when you listen to my show that even with through the jokes and, you know, and I might use, I might get on Beyonce a lot or something like that. You know, that's my Steve's part of my Steve. <laughs> but um, I hope you guys get that I what I'm trying to do is not just celebrity blog, gossip or blogging and stuff. You know I do that. But I hope you get sometimes that sometimes I don't have a point to it. I'm just talking about it. But I hope that sometimes my opinions on these matter not that I'm all the wisest and all that, but I hope I can give you sometimes some wisdom through other situations we see in the news and we hear about and everything to use for your own life. Because I mean, sometimes that's what I be getting, you know, because I be going through shit too. So sometimes you get you can get wisdom and things from other people and stuff. And so I hope I'm I'm that for you in the end. If you laugh, if you even if you listen to celebrity news and gossip and like ah yeah that's funny way, but I'm hoping you get. Like the end, like some something else too, okay? Sometimes I don't give you something else, but, you know, I'm hoping that in the end, okay? So I just thought about that today because, I mean, just protect yourself sometimes out here from all the information. I have to drink. All the information that is out here. Some of it is crazy. Some of the shit I be hearing is like, what? <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is so good. I mean, and, you know, I'm a person who will entertain a conspiracy theory shit. I don't mind, okay? I like, I, I entertain people, okay? But some shit I be like, y'all crazy. <laughs> and I don't like to, y'all know how I don't like to dismiss people right away. I said that on the show. Like, I don't like to dismiss sometimes people as crazy, but some of y'all is crazy, okay? So that's just what I was thinking about. That's, you know, it's a word. I don't know if that's a, it's a word, but it, that's it, okay? Okay, next thing I want to talk about. I'm kind of all over the place today, like I am usually. But uh, before I get into the news and stuff, this is unofficial news that I wanted to talk about. Sierra this week. Y'all is mad at Sierra. Y'all is angry at Sierra out in these streets. Because okay? Sierra put out a song. What song? What song? I haven't even heard the song. But apparently she put out a song about being single and independent. Okay? 
listen, okay, and all this stuff. And a lot of people were getting upset. Time I see error. We don't want to be independent. See, you bitches could have fooled me because let me tell you something. All you girls saying that to Sierra, y'all could have fooled me because all these chicks that's number one right now, Lato and all these chicks and stuff that's on the radio right now in the entertainment business, they be singing a bunch of shit. I told y'all about one time how I was at one of my beautician's salon years ago, and they was playing like they had a succession on them from Jasmine Sullivan. No offense to I like Jasmine Sullivan, but... From Jasmine Sutherland to what's that girl's other girl's name? I forget her name. Uh, what's the little girl's name? The Janae Aiko and all of them. I mean, it was you know what all the sons was? How men ain't shit. I mean, I'm just telling you. I was like, whoo, shit! And I came out there. I was mad. I was angry. <laughs> and I have nothing to be mad about. Okay, so um, I would just say this: you girl, y- y'all act like y'all want to hear songs about. Love. That's what people used to say about Mary J. Remember when Mary J. broke up with Ken Do? Everybody's like, "Oh, I know we gonna get a good album now." Okay, because you, you, you know why you guys know you gonna get this? You want the this? You want dysfunctional Mary J. Because y'all some dysfunctional motherfuckers. Okay, that's why y'all want dysfunctional. So don't sit up here and come at Sierra because she's selling y'all what she want. Sierra is an art. What she, what she, y'all want? Sierra's also an artist. Yes, she's going to evolve and think, yes, I want Sierra to evolve. You can't. Hold on. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. I know y'all expect Sierra to evolve and all these things. I don't know. I think there's only so much going on here. However, Sierra started off into the, you know, the one-two step. She's a dancer, all that stuff. But you mofos don't want her to evolve. You don't really want nobody out here singing about uh, 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 love and happiness and stuff like that. You don't buy that shit. So most folks think they got to be in some torturous relationships to write shit, write shit about you. Y'all start being a self-fulfilling prophecy. Y'all don't really got good girls talking about, we want healthy relationships here. You motherfuckers don't want healthy relationships. If you did, that's what would be selling in the store. Okay, you know what's selling right now? Even though I like the little song, because it's got a lot of beat to it and stuff. It's an old beat, though. What's that song? Uh, apple bottom, make him want to bite. If he if he don't act right, whatever, something he can have. You can have anybody, any money mo. That's a that's an independent. Cause girls is players too. What the fuck? y'all don't y'all like that? Damn y'all liars! Quit lying. Sierra's trying to sell. Sierra is in the music business. Sierra is not. You don't know shit about Sierra and Russell Wilson. Okay. It look. look here's what I say. It looks good on paper. And Sierra has a has a Scorpio. I feel like she re, re restored herself. What people was probably saying, hey, you know, she she's a single mother. She ain't gonna get no dude that's have you know a nice dude high value. But she she got a Russell Wilson. But that don't mean that shit don't go on with Russell. Okay, no 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 no. That's not the bullshit. Okay, that don't mean that she 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 got to be into y'all perfect. Thing about who she is. Listen, Sierra is an entertainer. Like Beyonce get out here when she was fucking married talking about drunken love. Okay? She talking about I be drinking, I be drinking. Jay-Z and me be out here kicking it like we single. We be doing all kind of wild stuff. We be all night. Most of y'all married couples don't be all night. Y'all barely be hanging. Anyway, 
I'm just trying to tell you that's what they do. They entertainers, okay? Now, there's some real artists who evolve as they, you know, they're like deep in, yes, I want my songs to reflect my experiences and shit like that. Okay, motherfucker, whatever. I, but most artists that's out here, they're trying, they trying to sell you something. They're trying to... They do kind of look to see what is new and what's popping. And y'all toast, y'all out here, out here lying and telling Sierra that y'all like, oh, Sierra, we want a man too. And getting all mad at Sierra talking about these women, see women are, and I hear a lot of dudes in the manosphere and stuff like that saying these women out here are, you know, see, they're getting tired of that. No, they not. That's what streams. That's what sells. They say one thing, but they really be listening to another, right? It's like, you know what, even as a married woman, I listen to City Girls sometimes when I'm exercising and all that stuff. You just have fun. It's just a, 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 you know, I ain't trying to have a hot girl summer. My hot girl summer usually is at the grocery store or something like that. <laughs> or a concert or something. It's quite boring. I always have been. Even when I was young, I, really, I'm going to tell the truth. I When I was young, I hardly had a... Well, I've had a hot, maybe a hot half a summer. You know, I've never been the type that I've always been truly, like, you know, kind of boring. <laughs> Not boring, but, you know, I don't know. Like, I have certain things. My friends would tell you I'm very uh, I'm very iffy about things. You know, I always have been. I've never been. I wish I was more, when I was younger, I wish I was more adventurous. Now I feel as an older woman, I'm much more adventurous. I'm much more... Um, I move different, but I'm still funny. You know, I'm still, I'm still, you know, uh, particular about how I move, right? So, uh, but I've always been like that. So, hi, so you know, but it's fun to just kind of live vicariously through the songs. But shit, I ain't out here. I ain't doing. I ain't doing that with the city girls do. Shit, I ain't out here doing what Lato Lato do. You motherfuckers can't take them seriously. Sierra is not to be taken seriously. Yes, she's at home with Russell Wilson. Just like y'all mofos listen to Beyonce talking about, I'm the bad bitch. I'm for Beyonce's ass ain't hardly seen when she ain't uh, uh, out doing no, when she ain't selling no Ivy Park and selling no, what else is she, uh, she be doing? When she ain't selling no Ivy Park and she ain't selling no, uh, what is the other shit uh, that Beyonce do? Uh, selling no music. You ain't even hardly seen her on Renaissance. Talking about I'm bad bitch and talking about cuffy, cuffy for me. That's a cuffy is a single girl. That's my favorite song on the album. Okay, I and I love the remix by the way. The remix is so sexy. I said that was the hit. I said that was the hit. God, let me pat myself on the back. Cuffy is cuffy is like you know, bitch. I want to get out here and fuck some shit up. Okay, I feel like falling in love. I feel like I feel like you know I'm the who who coming over tonight. That's what Cuffin is, okay? Cuffin is, bitch. She ain't thinking about Jay-Z. She's, she's, she's already supposed to be in love. Talking about I feel like falling in love. I'm in the mood to fuck something up. What y'all talking about? Y'all trying to get on Sierra. Cuffin was one of the biggest hits. Y'all doing Cuffin dances and stuff? What are y'all talking about? Beyonce, you, Beyonce's married. What's she talking about? She feel like falling in love. Well, you know, shit. You know. <laughs> Maybe sometimes she do feel like that. Shit off. <laughs> 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 Let me stand up, Beyonce. I'm all up in your business. Listen, all I'm just trying to say is she's married. 
Okay, the bitch is thinking about falling in love and uh boy, you as you hear what popping up, what she talking about, a side side negro or whatever she talking about. Beyonce is is singing a song about a sing that's a single girl song. And a lot of married women love that damn song, including my damn self, okay? That's a dope ass song, okay? Now, here's what I will say to you. Music is influential. Music is inspirational. Music does make you feel a certain way. I mean, when I hear it covered, I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah, you kind of feel so You're like, yeah, okay. You know, you feel kind of a little wild, okay? But you got to know who you are. <laughs> it's fun for a moment, but you motherfuckers can't take it seriously. Y'all put Sierra up on a pedestal that she she should not be on. And I'm sure, Sierra, you're going to have to get out here and tell them that you go through some shit with Russell Wilson. I know you do. I, girl, I've looked at the chart. Hey. Oh. Oh. Y'all think Russell's a dream. Okay, let me, let me, let me, let me pour some Carlotta 101 on you, okay? Russell might be a dream, okay? But do you think... Did, did y'all hear her on Red Table Talks? Did y'all, anybody ever listen to Sierra when she was on Red Table Talks with, uh, what's that girl's name? Uh, Jada Pinkett. Hey, y'all don't be listening. Sierra talked about how she she thought she was going to marry Future. Let me listen. Future and Russell is different as fuck cause from what I look, from the way I see it. Okay, they they way different, okay? But she thought, and the dudes that she had been messing with in the past, Future, 50 cents, I mean, just I'm just looking at her past shit, okay? They were certain types, right? Sierra is a Scorpio, okay? Scorpio, passion, sexuality, all those things when she when we're triggered, okay? Um, and we're also dark, okay? So one of the things that people, a lot, of, I heard this week a show. I was listening to a show, one of my favorite shows to listen to, a podcast. And they, he, he, one of the guys was saying how Sierra is like a dark curse, like she, she kind of like a curse. And I'm like, no, I know it seems like that has a Scorpio, but Scorpios can be often attracted to things that are transformative. Sometimes Scorpios can be the curse, but sometimes Scorpios are the revealers. So. Anytime you get involved with a Scorpio, this is a little bit of astrology. I know I'd like to talk astrology on here, and I'm a Scorpio, so I talk about Scorpios a lot. Anytime you get involved with a get involved with the Scorpio, always expect transformation. It can be good or bad, even for myself. Sometimes I transform things in a way that are not so good because it, it exposes sometimes myself or exposes another person and how they move and how they behave. And Scorpios are transformative figures. So know when you're getting involved with them, whatever the fuck's going on in your life, know that you're getting ready to get some healing, some exposing, some some wild shit that happened with a Scorpio. Scorpios want to be fucked. See, so with Sierra's with Sierra. They not to be fucked with lightly. That's why. That's why a lot of people don't like Scorpios. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to be in a relationship with Scorpios because Scorpios are rebuilding. One of my craziest relationships was with a Scorpio. Rebuilt the fuck. I mean, I was young. I was like, oh shit. 
<laughs> right? I mean, cause it, because it's, it was like running into another version of yourself. And it was deep revelation and transformation as a young lady in that relationship. They, Scorpios do that shit, okay? That's one of the things that, I mean, if you believe in astrology and you like, it's not all Scorpios, but a lot of Scorpios have transformative power. And any astrology person, I got to have one of the astrologers on to talk to you all about these, some of these couples again. But Sierra was involved with a Scorpio beforehand. She was involved with Future. Her and Future probably had a deep bond, okay? Probably she liked her some Future, okay? That baby was produced. Listen, Little Future didn't come out no bullshit, right? She she probably really was into him, okay? But shit wasn't working, okay? And then she already had put herself with a dude who who couldn't operate in a What she exposed about Future is that he probably isn't family-oriented in the way that is a traditional family orientation. And that's probably why Future and Future probably realized that in fucking with her because there has to be some... He has to transform, and he didn't want to do it. He still wanted to be in the rap game a certain way, right? And that's why afterwards, Future immediately started having babies and probably went on to more success because he couldn't, in being with her in that requirement, it wasn't really what he could, he couldn't operate in it. He didn't grow. He wasn't ready to grow. And Scorpios, sometimes Scorpios will require even other Scorpios to grow. So, and then with somebody like, uh, a 50 cent or something like that may have been the same thing. So now she's with Russell Wilson, and people are like, oh, look at his career. Russell Russell is this and that. Actually, I personally believe, has a, just, this is just my personal take on Russell Wilson and Sierra. I think Sierra is in a lot lighter of a relationship. A relationship, does she have that deep bond that she probably had with future I'm going to venture out and say no. Listen, don't don't that mean she doesn't love him? That doesn't mean she ain't deep with him, and she don't got no she don't want to defend her man. It's just it's a Scorpio Scorpio connection with a different thing going on here. Okay, doesn't mean to Sierra, but this is a little bit of a lighter connection for Sierra. This dude is more is a different vibe. He's kinder. He's nicer. Probably is not traditionally her type. Russell Wilson doesn't fit the type of dudes. I've seen her date in public. Now, it could be wrong. We don't know what she's dated out of public, right? So dating Russell is probably a growing thing, too, also, you know. And also people are looking at that. Here's my take on Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson in Seattle, for the first couple years, it worked. After that, it was not a good idea to me for Russell Wilson to stay in Seattle. Why? Especially when he married a girl like Sierra. Sierra is flashy. Sierra is an entertainer. Really, to me, in my personal opinion, even going to Denver is a mistake because of the energy field. I mean, I bet most people, with the energy people, would tell him, ugh, Denver, ugh, you shouldn't take the 200 million. He might make it work in Denver, but Denver is a conservative place, conservative town, uh, in some ways um, more conservative city. He needed to be with a wife like Sierra. He probably needs to be with a big energy like Dallas Cowboys or New Orleans Saints, where a big, where there's city, there's energy of bigness in those cities, because she is a star. So he is going to be, it's going to be different when you're married to a star. See, most people in Denver, they probably look at Sierra as a distraction, right? 
And in that energy, she may be a distraction because they're too big for that team. He needs a team that's used to dealing with superstars are used to dealing in a superstar energy. So being married to Sierra, here's the deal. She's revealing that. As a Scorpio, she's revealing that. Even if she convinced him to move out of Seattle, he wasn't doing well in Seattle anymore. He needed to move, and he was married to her. Things have changed, Russell. So he has to find a place that can fit the bigness of his family. And so she's going to look like a curse to, to certain people for saying, oh, Look at Russell since he married Sierra. Yeah, because he's married an energy that's big in the entertainment world. He didn't marry a regular girl out of, uh, you know, uh, like, uh, you know, uh, he didn't marry Savannah, George, Savannah James, who's been with him. No offense to Savannah, but she's been with him since high school. We don't see much of Savannah. We don't really know what Savannah's like. She's kind of like just there on the side. Like she's not an Aisha Curry. Aisha Curry in San Francisco being with Steph Curry, even though people get mad at her and stuff like that. But she's in a place where she could kind of be a star with Steph a little bit because that's San Francisco. That's the Bay. She's It's kind of California, right? Uh, in L.A., uh, Savannah could probably be that too. But And she's come out a little bit more in the last few years. But we really don't know much about her. And, and you know, she could that could work in little towns and little places and stuff like that, right? That's just my opinion. So you're seeing that with Sierra. Sierra is dealing with all of that. So don't look at Sierra. She got to cheat. Hopefully her marriage can survive this phase of people blaming her or people looking at her has the problem. You know, hopefully she can come together and say, well, shit, you know, because <laughs> she's used to this being a Scorpio because she knows what energy she brings. So it's, it's can I survive this? Can Am I a help to him? Is this the right person for me, even though I now have three children with him? And they and also Russell in his early years, remember when he was with Seattle, he was married to one woman, and that was a lot of trouble for him too, the other situation, I think. And he didn't have any children. This time, Russell marries a girl living in Seattle with a child, but she's also a star. You know what I'm saying? Now, here's what I'll say. Y'all got to keep putting that too much on her. But what I will say to Sierra is, Sierra, here's the deal. This is, I'm going to be honest. I know it's hard to give up music when you love it, man. Um, whew, I hate to give this advice. As y'all know on the show, I say Sierra's the little train that could. No, I don't be trying to be funny. The little train that, that can, she be trying, she keep going and keep going, keep going and keep going. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know as a Scorpio, we hate to be trapped in any fucking thing. We don't like you to trap us in roles because we will morph out of those things. We do not play a we not the ones, okay? So so when you see your Sierra on things, uh, sometimes doing wild stuff, booty popping and stuff like that, it's because she don't want to be boxed. She's like, fuck y'all, y'all not going to box me because I'm married to him, okay? I get that, see. I get it. But here's the deal. I don't think the music career is working out. 
like, I, man, I don't want to say this to nobody and dash somebody's dream. I think I done said it before. Here's what I say, okay? You can't get the beats and stuff that you used to get. Plus now, unlike Beyonce, it's it's something different with Beyonce when she sells off Cuff It. If Beyonce made a video for Cuff It right the fuck right now, listen, Beyonce got that. Beyonce's a Scorpio moon, a little bit different from Scorpio suns. But she is, and she got that Mars and Leo energy. So Beyonce, that bitch, like she can sell I, she can make you think she's single. <laughs> I mean, she just got the, she got the allure. She just, I mean, you know, so she can do that shit. It's something some Beyonce can do, even though she married with three kids right now. You don't even sometimes fuck realize it because the whole Beyonce entity is a whole other thing. And even though it's a bubble, Beyonce's a bubble, because I say overhyped bubble, Beyonce is uh, huge, right? And so her... Her image outshines her, even her marriage and her um, and, and her being a mommy. Sometimes people don't even, they only connect blue when Beyonce brings her out on stage. You know, like, oh, yeah, Beyonce and blue. But it's almost like a, like a, Beyonce's married, but it's almost like a separate trajectory from her career of what people expect to see her on stage doing. But I will say this. I got another thing to say about Beyonce. I'll come back to that. No, I'm going to say it now. Sidebar. Beyonce, though, I hate to say this. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I don't know if Beyonce's at this point because people, there's been rumors and things. I don't know. If, you know, hey, I know she said her beautiful husband and she but she was turning, but the way she turned down that drink and they showed up separate. At the thing, let's, let me just say this, okay? I know the man on stairs be like, oh, Beyonce can't do anything about Jay-Z. No, let me tell you something. If Beyonce, now, it may not be married, you know, she might not can't marry another dude like that. I don't know. But what I will say, because she got three kids, but what I will say, Beyonce, I heard this this dude talk about this that I was listening to. For no fame. I was listening. He was talking about how Beyonce, if she got divorced, her career would pop through, go through the fucking roof. You know why? Because her, she's never not maintained the energy of her inter. Her as an entertainment entertainer is almost just as big as her marriage. Oh God, you fucking Scorpio Moon! I see you. Oh, you Virgo Sun! Oh, I love it. One thing I do love some things about Beyonce. Don't I know y'all don't think I do, but there are some days where I be like, this bitch is so smart. Very damn Virgo said she knew, she understood the energy. She kept her energy as an entertainer just as big as her fucking marriage. Like, you can't, I guess I'm married over here with three kids, but I still get up on that stage and fuck it up. Sierra. Sierra has not been able to maintain that energy because her, she just hasn't had a lot of big hits. Except for goodies and, uh, what's that song? Uh, the one I like. Uh, what's the on the floor get something done done well, I forget the song, oh my goodness, the second hit she had, okay, but she didn't continue in that trajectory, and so her career is not as big as her marriage. Her marriage is actually the big thing now. See you see what I'm saying here? Your marriage is actually the star now. 
so because your 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 music was never the star. And you know what else is the star about you? You are beautiful and you're a great dancer. So here's my advice to you, Sierra. <clears throat> Stop it. Stop with the dance. Listen, do music for fun, okay? If you want to make a record here and there, okay, get it. I get it. But don't be booty popping and stuff like that unless you're chore- unless you're deciding to go over to choreography. I have always felt that Sierra would probably be a great choreographer. She probably would be a great uh, maybe even doing background, laying background. I'm not trying to be mean. Y'all think I'm trying to be mean out here. I'm just trying to help because y'all coming for her. And the reason why y'all coming for her is not because she's married and trying to tell y'all to be single because Beyonce do that shit all the time and y'all don't say shit. It is because her career, her marriage is, is outshining her career. So in order to keep balance, I'm saying what she needs to do is, hey, bitches, Listen, I'm going to be out here. I'm a choreographer. I do. I, you, need, you need to choreographer getting, start doing Beyonce's uh, videos, different people's videos. And you can still have, because Scorpios have a wild side, okay? We got to, it's not, listen, it has to be, it cannot be. We cannot, we cannot, I'm sorry. We have to be in touch with it a little bit. So she needs to be, she's a great dancer, just because she's married to Russell Wilson don't mean that she stopped fuck dancing. Now, I ain't saying stop the fuck singing. I'm just saying look for it, look at it in a different light. Because right now your your energy is a distraction to everything, to to your whole vibe. So now you need to, especially when you get out there and you booty popping and stuff, it looks desperate. Because now people know you you you've made your marriage the highlight instead of your career. See, Beyonce has not done that. Her marriage is a her marriage is a highlight, but her career is even big a bigger highlight. Like Beyonce is like it's almost it's neck and neck, right? And Beyonce's career is never her career just is huge. Even if she wants to be a mommy and stuff right now and everything, she can do that. But she'll probably never be be seen has it all the way completely because the the um, the image and the uh, likeness of Beyonce, the entertainer, is more huge in public, which I like that she does that. Oh, my God, she's smart. I, I have to think about this again. I, sometimes I like that she does that. She doesn't let y'all see her too much with blue ivy in there. She's like, yeah, I'll send y'all some pictures. i let y'all see some pictures every now and then because she understands what the fuck it is energy-wise. And she understands she's still, she got a few more years out here to sell this shit, has a sex symbol and all this stuff, and she's doing it, okay? She she understands that. Beyonce dropped a video tonight for Cuff It Wetter. That shit would knock everything. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest with you, that shit would knock everything out of the thing because she she as she does understand energetic-wise how to handle her career and her and her marriage, and Jay-Z understands that, too, okay? Jay-Z, to me, has an iced tea vibe, okay? Let's talk about iced tea. Remember when iced tea, when years ago, when Darlene, like, Darlene was bad. Darlene, that, that girl still, she, she's on with Corey Hawker, but she's now, you know, more older and stuff like that. But Darlene, remember when he was with Darlene, and people used to be like, damn, how you got Darlene on the cover with her ass out and everything? That's supposed to be his woman. But iced tea never was like, that shit, that helps me. He, he never, he's still like that about Coco. Kind of a pimp vibe, 
Jay-Z kind of does that with Beyonce. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's a, that's I'm not saying Beyonce's a hoe, but I'm saying he has this vibe like, let, I'm going to let, only entertainment-wise, where I think he holds her back is because she can't be young and out at parties and stuff like that. She, Beyonce's too private. Like, she doesn't look like a real person. Like, she needs to be out hanging out with somebody. Like, she looks like she don't have nobody she hang out with. She looks like she's just scared and shit. But I don't know. That's a, that's a whole other story. But her career-wise, he lets her be out there and be sexy as far as performance and shit like that. Okay? Uh, but, uh, and, and that's what, he kind of carries that energy. That doesn't seem like that with Russell Wilson over there. And possibly because you're not dealing with an entertainer. Now, if she was with Future, she could be booty popping. Because their marriage would be about entertainment because both of them are in the entertainment business, right? So that shit would be like probably entertainment on fleek. She'd probably be doing some songs with Future or something like that. Like when she did that body, like my favorite video of Sierra's is that body video. Oh, my God, that's such a sexy video. She do with Future. Oh. That is that was her best song. That was one of her best songs. I like it's a, it's a few more Sierra songs I like since the um, the 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 two step era, good era, right? But that one song she did with Future, oh my God, I was like, this she don't find her vibe. Why? Because you know it was another vibe with Future. <laughs> that was that dark Scorpio sexy energy they had together. They woo, they was hot, <laughs> all right. But listen, hey. She's got a different vibe with Russell. Russell's more conservative. He's got a, he's dealing with the NFL and shit like that. So I do think she needs to calm it down. Not because y'all motherfuckers is telling her to calm it down, but because she she's not she, her career does not stand as big as the marriage for her. And I would if I was her to satisfy that entertainment vibe and everything, I go into choreography. Uh, uh, or um, choreography, um, uh, do choreographing for people, maybe writing songs, uh, producing. There's a lot of things you can do to hear. But as far as y'all out there talking about Sierra, Sierra, we like singers. We like that. Y'all don't do that to the men either. These men be out here singing about shit, and they don't be it. Like, I mean, like Usher made that whole song Confessions. He said that wasn't nothing about Chili. Y'all thought it was all about Chili. Everybody run out there buying that shit. He said it was about a situation he heard in the studio or somebody talking. I think that was a story or something like that. But, see, that's what I'm saying. People, artists also, I mean, they tell you stories. They don't just tell you stories about themselves, but sometimes they tell stories they hear from others and other people. Aretha Franklin, you know how many marriages Aretha Franklin, was she in like three or four marriages? Well, she did sing a lot of sad songs, but she, Aretha also sang a lot of other single songs. We uh, going riding on the freeway of love and all that stuff. Listen, I mean, come on, y'all. Stop. And man of spirit, don't be dumb. Let's not be dumb. You know women out here have been years for years, women and men have been sitting in the entertainment business saying about things that are not really in their lives. Y'all got to be, y'all, y'all ain't dumb out here. Let's get, let's get better. 
Sierra is not going to do that. Sierra has an entertainer she's going to sing about various experiences in her life. The only reason y'all are pointing that shit out to her is because she is married. Now, Beyonce has calmed down her sexual vibe a little bit because she's married, but not a lot. Why? Because Beyonce understands. Beyonce is a huge entertainer. It's so huge it outshines her marriage. So she don't got to, she can't, it ain't nothing for her to sing Cuffy. Shit. She like, bitch, I'm, shit, whatever. I can sing about whatever experience because I sell y'all illusions and shit out here. Sierra, you sold your marriage. Now, somebody's saying, well, Beyonce sells Jay-Z and her. Yeah, but it's like a hit. You know, it's like a, uh, it doesn't come off. Like Russell Wilson and Sierra, like a traditional, like kind of marriage. Oh, and they were talking about God and stuff too. You know, they were putting all the extra religious stuff on it. We waited until we got married. They were doing Devon Franklin, and you know, a little bit of Devon Franklin and what's her name. They was mixing that in. Talking, about we waited and everything. So people started seeing their marriage as a glamour shot, right? And they stopped forgetting about Sierra's career. Because Sierra, that marriage helps Sierra sustain a little bit. So, you know, one like Jay-Z and Beyonce, they both have successful, huge careers, okay? So it's like, you know, there's a lot to talk about with them. You just don't, you ain't seeing they marriage. You're seeing a lot of shit with them, right? So, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, so I'm just letting y'all know why y'all having this issue of seeing Sierra has a problem when she thinks about being single, but that's just what artists do. Artists are not out here for you. You you can't take some of their shit serious. You know what? Y'all got to start. Let me tell you something, black people. And this is this is something that, I mean, you know, you got to either be careful what you listen to and what you put in your ear gate, or you have to be accepting like a lot of these, a lot of other cultures do that listen to rap music and everything. They they look at that shit as entertainment. They don't take that shit seriously. The reason why we used to take it so seriously because we was growing up back in the day with the rap shit and stuff. We was growing up in the eighties and nineties and that shit was happening in our neighborhoods and stuff. So we like, oh shit, that. So it was real when we heard that shit on wax, right? But y'all in a different trajectory in a different time now. Y'all got to start understanding what's entertainment and what's not entertainment. Okay. And what's what's start happening now is celebrity is being pushed to you so much out there that y'all start wanting to be like these fools. And a, and a lot of it, a lot of their stuff is unreachable. Or, uh, it's not unreachable, but it's um, a lot of it's not real in certain senses. So you are being sold illusions more than ever. So you got to understand when Sierra's singing about a certain thing, yeah, uh, Sierra ain't Sierra married and have a home, but I like the song. Okay, you can't take it seriously. Oh, Lord, is that, is that, is that, that's what, so that's all I wanted to say on that note. That's what I wanted to talk about there because I thought, you know, what we need to do that. Okay, all right. So when I get back, okay, I got Sierra out the way. We're gonna talk about uh, my God. We got so much. We got to talk about CDC. Uh, U.S. and Ukraine, uh, this, what, listen, here's the deal. The U.S. has quietly admitted 271,000 Ukrainian refugees since Russian invasion. 
far above Biden's 100,000 goal, okay? Ooh, 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 ooh. We got to talk about that. And then uh, there's this uh, pregnant woman who says her child is being held in jail illegally because she's, she's been arrested. And so the pregnant woman is arguing in Florida her unborn baby is being illegally detained at a Florida jail. Now, I thought about that. I said, shit. Is there any laws on the book about that? Because she got a good point. <laughs> okay, so we got to talk about that. We got to talk about uh, uh, Kanye West, how Adidas called Kanye West back in the place, like, building, like, Kanye, help. <laughs> and Erica Badu uh, talking about being a mother of three, you know, of three and having three different baby daddies, okay, and, and how it's affected her relationships and stuff like that. Monique, whole lot more. Oh, let me talk about this. Okay, I didn't talk about. I'm not. I, I might talk a hit a little bit. I don't know, y'all. I might talk a hit a little bit if I have time on. Um, what is it? On love after lockup and growing up hip hop. I don't know. We'll see. But um, Monique, I get, did it. Get to see the reading this week. The movie sucked, but however, Monique has an actress, baby. <laughs> Monique ain't nothing to be played with. Y'all crazy out here. Let me let me just say this. Monique, I know Monique is y'all saying Monique is this and Monique is that shit. Monique is worth every look not every not she worked a little bit of trouble that she's supposed to be giving y'all. Monique is cold. Monique I put Monique up there in acting wise after seeing this movie up there with Angela Bassett in them. Monique's a bad girl. Y'all better give Monique her talented as hell, okay? Now, I don't like certain things when she be going around calling that man daddy, but other than that, Monique, I got to tell, Monique ain't no joke in this act. Even when she was on BMS, trying to tell y'all, Monique is the truth out here, (laughs) okay? Acting Monique is wow. That movie will blow you away. It's like Precious. Precious was a, a fucked up movie, but Monique's ass. Okay, it's just an actress. She, even if it's a bad role, she can act her ass off. Okay, and uh, y'all got to give her the love. Monique's a bad girl. All right, so when we come back, uh, we're gonna get into uh, a lot more hot topics and more. Meanwhile, we're gonna start to show off with. Oh, you know what? I love this song. Okay, I heard it a few months ago, and I just think it's just like one of those. Um, can I cut it up? It's like such a, a sexy song. It's by. Uh, Seven and Dixon, I think the guy's name is. Cherry Sobray. Am I saying that right? Oh, my God. It's such a sexy song. So we're going to start it off with that. I'll be back in a few minutes. It's the CC Show, if you're listening. Be back. Time. 
mean, who Beyonce singing about? <laughs> Beyonce is straight up singing about somebody. I mean, she ain't married. To, she's talking about, I feel like falling in love now. I thought she was already in love with JC. Beyonce like, I'm in the mood to fuck something up. I'm out. I'm ready to get out in these streets. <laughs> oh, is that a slip? Wait a minute. That might be it. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get in that business. <laughs> Maybe I say I have some sad shit going on. Like, this shit up. Or is Beyonce getting ready to get out of these streets? <laughs> <laughs> that might be the, that might be like, yeah, I'm back. That's, that might be the warning sign. Bitch, I feel like falling in love. I'm in the mood to fuck. Listen, Jay-Z, I'm in the mood to fuck something. I, what's the sign? What's the sign? I feel like finding love in the week for something up. Uh, I, I need some drink in my cup or uh, whatever. What's the song? She, bet she, she, you see stars. She tells somebody, hey, <laughs> I still got it over here. <laughs> Jay-Z, here's some warning shots for you, okay? Yeah, I'm telling them out here. In these, since y'all saying they got to, you know, uh, 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 you know, y'all got, you got y'all, it got to be serious. You know, y'all single girls need to be singing about single stuff. Beyonce giving somebody some warning. <laughs> y'all funny. Y'all funny. Y'all just poor little Sierra can't come out and see y'all a little see your aunt. <laughs> y'all get on Sierra like this. Like, you Sierra, we want Russell Wilson. Y'all get some friends. Y'all know what y'all want. <laughs> My color. Bipolar mugs up and be no offense, not trying to be talk about anybody's mental illness, but I'm just saying the mood swings of the public is hilarious. Okay, okay, Beyonce talking about she needs drinking her cup. She didn't take no drink from Jay Z. Oh, bitch, wait a minute, home room, do that. Jay Z trying to offer that drink and Remy Ward. She's like, no, bitch. But she telling somebody I need some drink in my cup. I'm in the mood to pour something up. I want to go missing. Uh oh, shake. Is that a warning shot? I need a prescription. Oh, shit. I want to go hide. Can I sit on top of you? I don't think that's about her husband. <laughs> Can you put a song on there for me, though? It sounds like, you know that song. I love that song, but I love even more when Chloe sings it. What's that song? Uh, pillow, pillow Off the Sofa? What's the damn song? Shit. Oh, I love that song. The Pillow. What is it? Pillow Off Plastic Off the Sofa. Yes, I love that song. It's so sweet. It really is. I feel like it's about Jay-Z, okay? But uh, that other stuff was single answers. Y'all better leave Beyonce, I mean, leave Sierra alone out here, okay? All right. It's the CC Show. I am back. Just talking crap. All right. So let's uh, talk about the U.S. has admitted 271,000 Ukrainian refugees since Russian invasion. Far above Biden's goal of 100,000, okay? Now, this is according to NBCNews.com. And listen, when I tell these stories, this ain't mean for you crazy mofos to go out there and be, like, harassing somebody because they done came, they, they done came over from this place. Get out and all that. So I ain't saying do no – I ain't saying being dumb. I'm saying get on the government's ass for doing shit when the citizens are struggling. Not get on the people who who come in. Yeah, people who coming in illegally though they need to be sent. Illegal immigrants need to be sent back to their respective places because it's not fair to me. However, but as far as uh, 
uh, people who come in, you know, and, but that doesn't mean you treat people mean. It just means who you should be getting on, they ask all of these politicians, okay, and they're doing slash shit and, and slowly uh, uh, making citizenship, citizenship less important in America, okay? But it says more than uh, 117,000 came via the Biden administration uniting for Ukraine program, which lets Americans sponsor Ukrainians so they will be financially supported in the U.S. Mm, interesting. Says more than 271,000 Ukrainian refugees, according to NBCNews.com, have been admitted to the United States since the Russian invasion of Ukraine began one year ago, according to the Department of Homeland Security, far above President Joe Biden's stated goal of admitting 100,000. Just over two-fifths or more than 117,000 of those who were admitted came via the Biden administration's Uniting for Ukraine program, which allows Americans to sponsor Ukrainians to prove that they will be financially supported in the U.S. DHS, which administers the program, said more than 200,000 Americans came forward as sponsors. Mm-hmm. About 150,000 Ukrainians came to the U.S. outside of the program. Some few traditional refugee programs and others by crossing the U.S.-Mexican border program prior, prior to the program launched in last April. DHH remains committed to support, supporting Ukrainians in the United States, and we continue to explore opportunities to provide avenues for humanitarian relief and protections for Ukrainians fleeing Russia's unprovoked war, a DHS first person said. Um, Okay, so here's what I'm going to say to you guys, okay? We're seeing, in my personal opinion, uh, I mean, they they sent, here's the thing, they sent so much, so much money to Ukraine. You've got people in Ohio who just suffered a huge uh, chemical explosion and stuff there, and they're barely getting any help. They're sending billions of dollars. Not only are they sending billions of dollars, but they just asked Americans, so-called Americans, I'd like to know what that is, uh, to sponsor a program, to sponsor people, which was only supposed to be 100,000. Now they have 150 more thousand people over than they should. And these are programs that are helping, and I don't mind helping people who need help, but it our own citizens are suffering. That makes no fucking sense. When you've got homeless people out here on these streets, the homeless, and let me just say this. This is something that the, the Bible says, and I believe the poor you will always have with you, okay? Because there are various reasons for people to be poor, like the mean and the evil you will always have with you until God comes back. Poor the same way because, and not to compare being poor to mean and evil. I'm just saying some things the same because there are different things. First of all, financial trajectories go up and down. Okay. Second, for some people. Secondly, uh, there are various reasons for why uh, we have poor people. Okay. And uh, not all of them are because people are not just lazy and all that stuff. That's not true. It's various things that happen. Okay. Um, so. I believe that. However, America needs all it needs to do all it can do to help its own citizenship. I mean, if you ain't taking care of your own household, and I'll just say this, 
who the, who I don't know how the fuck people want to come over if they if America ain't taking care of its own system. But but you know why people want to run over because as being a non citizen, you get treated sometimes better than America your own than American citizens are getting treated. You get free. Just like I I hadn't read to y'all last week. I meant to talk about it on part two up in New York City. Let me see if I can find that article. Up in New York City, particular uh, situations been happening. Let me pull it up. Uh, migrants, you got migrants coming back from Canada. And these are people who have crossed the border illegally. Uh, let me get this. I can find it. Uh, I think I have it up here. I know I do. Sometimes it's hard for me to pull it up. Yeah, but these migrants have been, they were, uh, some migrants have second thought after fleeing New York City for Canada, reportedly wanted to return. Lots of snow, okay? Because New York City Mayor Adams said of the migrants, some want to go to Canada and some want to go to warmer states, and we are there for them, okay? This is it. Just days after the news broke that some migrants were fleeing New York City because of drugs and high rates of homelessness made life difficult. Listen to this. Do you hear this? I want y'all to listen. This is according to foxnews.com. Please listen to what I'm saying. Just days after news broke that some migrants were fleeing New York City because of because drugs and high rates of homelessness made life difficult, some migrants are having second thoughts. The New York Post reported Wednesday that even a free bus ticket up north was not enough to keep some migrants in Canada. Canada. One migrant from Columbia told the Post that just after one week, he already wanted to come back to the U.S. after crossing into Canada, okay? The reason, uh, hold on, oh, goodness, sorry, y'all, we get the plane. Uh, it says, the reason, mucha naive, he said, uh, which translates English, lots of snow. New York Mayor Eric Adams, who has publicly begged the White House for help with the migrant crisis, confirmed that the government was helping migrants make the journey up north. Those who are seeking somewhere else, not not that we're pushing or forcing if they're seeking to go somewhere else. We're ha- helping to reticket the process, he said on Monday in an interview. Um, he, Adams is saying that not all migrants actually want to come to New York City in the first place. Okay, so listen to this. Uh, but for those migrants who choose to go to Canada, the dream seems to be fading fast, uh, that there are all, all these jobs up there. They think they're going to be able to uh, get asylum uh, very easily up there, and that's just not the case, okay? So last year, they said Canada's immigration minister declared the country was seeking to bring in 1.5 million immigrants into the country by 2025, has Canada, has Canada struggles with the worker shortage, okay? Adams repeatedly petitioned the White House to give aid on the uh, migrant crisis. I'm extremely frustrated, he said in December. Um so listen, they, they, these migrants, these people are coming from horrible places, okay? First of all, they were also complaining about hotels in New York City, complaining about the food they were getting. Now, you coming from, you, you, you just trekked your motherfucking ass across the border. You coming from horrible conditions, and you getting this motherfucker, you getting America, you complaining about shit. I thought you'd be glad to be the fuck here. You know what I'm saying? They, they getting in four or five-star hotels, and people are saying they complaining, I, and some of them are grown men. It is, and then they come, they look in New York, and they're going, 
damn, it's drugs and homelessness. We want to go to Canada. See, but do you understand? And Mayor Adams is still here trying to beg people to get, get help. No, nah, I'm sending you the fuck where I'm sending you. You going, huh? You ain't even grateful. You talking about homelessness? Yeah, and 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 you bringing in more situations that are gonna be bad because you ain't even take care of your citizenship. See, the, even the immigrants are sitting up there, being like, "Damn, this is fucked up up here in New York. They ain't even take care of their citizens." But they got your monkey ass in a four store hotel. No offense. I'm just saying, it's people sleeping out on the street. It's homelessness. You see how what kind of sense they make? The, the immigrants are complaining about the homelessness and drugs in New York City. Staying in a four or five star hotel, looking out their windows and shit, looking like, oh, this is fucked up. Mayor Adams, does that make sense to you? And you got homelessness people, they complaining about the homelessness people who are homelessness and complaining about the homeless people who ain't even citizens. Y'all don't even want to put the homeless people up in the hotel. But y'all putting somebody who just crossed the border. This is a fuck. America's getting fucked up in this head. Just like Biden here. Ukraine, all that money trying to fight a proxy war with fucking uh, 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 Russia. Listen, mofo. China done stepped into the into the thing. Now, it's shit's about to get real. We might be on the steps of World War Three because Biden's up here fucking around. You got and and you got and you have uh you have a, a whole city in Ohio who's suffering with chemical places. You got some places who even struggling still with water. You had Mississippi just a few months ago with black water, and this motherfucker sending all kind of money over there to Ukraine. Does that make any fucking sense when your own cities and stuff is going and states is going out of control? So y'all keep what? Are y'all crazy? And y'all be talking about Biden. Some of y'all still be on that Biden shit. It's not. It's just. It's not just even Biden. It's the whole American systems have broken down. We have people now in there who are willing to betray the citizens of the United States of America. They don't even give a fuck about y'all. What they doing is moving into foreign policy, empiricalism, everything. Dr. Umar had already told y'all this. Dr. Moore was right when he said domestic policy is missing. And y'all didn't even know what was happening. Y'all too blind, going out here blindly voting, all kind of stuff. We on the we right here at World War Three. <laughs> China's over there. That's why China been acting up. China then got over there and sided and stuff there looking like they siding with Russia. And we just still feeding <laughs> the Ukrainians some sort of stuff. At some point, we got to say shit. I mean, hey, y'all, we can't help. We got a lot of shit going on. It's just like, listen, what do it say? It used to be a story that the old folks used to tell when I was a kid. They used to say, talk about how a woman took care of everybody in the neighborhood and her own two kids went to the penitentiary. This is the America we living in. America taking care of everybody else. But they own kids going to the penitentiary. They own, we, we got a, America does not want to solve the problem of its former sin with slavery. They don't want to solve the problem of homelessness, poverty, all kind of shit. They said they bring more people in to keep, compete with a citizenship that's already beat the fuck down, who are also coming from third world countries and all kind of stuff. So they can pay them, so these corporations can pay them cheap labor and shit like that. Y'all better get a key to what's going on. If y'all don't get access 
in y'all and understanding these politics, they gonna in a few years you gonna see some shit that you ain't ready for. That's the end time. So it just may have to happen like that. You know what I'm saying? It just may gotta go down. I don't know. But that's crazy. Okay, when I I looked at that, I was like, wow, this is this is this is nuts. Okay. Uh, so when I see immigration, they have 100,000 more people coming from the Ukraine, and we got people crossing the borders. We got all kinds of shit happening. We cannot maintain this. And New York, if, if you got immigrants looking out the window in New York, I'm like, shit, I want to go to Canada. It's too much drugs and homelessness and crime here. That tells me you overextended and you overwhelmed. It's crime everywhere. Okay. Crazy. Pregnant woman says her child is being held illegally in jail because she's pregnant. Okay. <laughs> now I had to laugh at this shit because I was like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe her ass got a point. <laughs> you can't brave her for trying, can you? <laughs> and it's out of Florida. Florida, the people in Florida... Y'all, y'all, they're, they special. They, man, they special up there in Florida, okay? But this is from theguardian.com. It says, uh, Florida attorney uses fetal personhood argument in attempts to free client that could have consequences for women's rights, okay? A lawyer attempts to have his pregnant client released from jail ahead of trial by arguing that her fetus has been subject to unlawful and illegal detention. Could have profound consequences for the rights of women in Florida, Okay. Attorney uh, William N. Norris filed a petition of writ, uh, uh, writ habeas corpus on behalf of the unborn child of Natalia Harrell in Florida's third district court on appeal, six, uh, on, a, on appeal on 16th of February in the Miami Herald first reported. The filing argues that the fetus is a person under the Florida Constitution and the United States Constitution therefore has the right to due process. The unborn child has not been charged with a criminal offense by the respondents or the Miami-Dade attorney's office, yet respondents have unborn child in the detention center known as DJK in Miami-Dade County, Florida, the filing state. It further alleges that the jail has failed to provide her real with adequate, adequate prenatal nutrition and medical care, saying that she has not been treated as an uh, by an obstetrician gynecologist since October, and that on one occasion she was left inside a, a transport van with inside temperatures exceeding of 100 uh, uh, Fahrenheit, 37 Celsius for an extended period. Her rail 24 was six weeks pregnant when she was arrested on the 26th of July, 2022, and charged in connection with the death of Gladys Yvette Barcella during an argument in an Uber on, 20, on 23rd of July. Harrell is treated not guilty and is being held without bail since her arrest. The state of Florida has urged the court to dismiss the petition in a disputed allegation that Harrell has not received an adequate medical care, the Miami Herald reported. Norris did not respond to requests for comment for The Guardian, but in interviews with other media outlets, his rhetoric has echoed that the fetal personhood movement, which seeks to grant constitutional legal protection to fetus and embryos. An unborn child is a person, Norris told NBC News. This person has constitutional rights, and one of them is the right not to be deprived of liberty without due process of law, okay? Um, I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> the, I mean, 
was to argue that your baby was there for the for the kill? Did you make him kill? He was there to kill him. She or he or she was there to kill him. I don't know. People can make a lot of arguments. Here's my thing, okay? I keep playing this song. I don't know what's going on. Is that a hint? Is that a Beyonce hint from the skies? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, listen, so yeah, I here's you know we be coming up with some ridiculous shit. And listen, I, she got hey, you got to think about it. It's kind of lofty because the kid committed a crime. They might have been there for the crime, but then they committed. But here's the thing you did, ma'am. You did. Allegedly. You may have killed somebody. And they have enough evidence to put you in jail. Now, here's what I will say. I do believe people have a right once they're in jail. This is what I hate about the jail system. I will say this, okay? We create harder criminals in the jail system because jails are hideous, most of them. Not all of them, but a lot of them. And people say, well, it should be hideous. It's punishment. I get it. I get get it, especially, you know. But listen, I really don't. People always come back out. In jail, most of the inmates are going to come. They're going to get out and come back out. So to me, jail should be a place of, uh, yes, you're doing the time for a crime, but you, it should, we should revamp how we see jail. Because right now in jail, people are coming out stronger criminals. You got gangs very active in jails. You got uh, 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 criminals still being active in jail. And really, that's because to me, from what I've heard, jails ain't busy the fuck enough. You ain't getting motherfuckers enough to do. You need to be having rehabilitation. You need to be having, because these people got to come back out. And trust me, some of these people come back on the street far worse. So to me, you do have to have a sense of treating even though people are in there for crimes, you still have to have humane conditions. And humane, because they, most people get released back into the, into the world. And so while they're in there, we want to be making sure that people are getting, motherfuckers are getting help for the shit they done fucked up on. And they shouldn't be having time to participate in gang activity, participate in this, participate in that. It should be fucking like really some fucking work to be in jail or really, you know, and not, I mean, I'm not saying be overworking or something. I'm saying like getting yourself right, getting your personhood right, therapy. This should be a whole nother thing for people to come in and do therapy work, all kind of stuff with people. Uh, people be able to uh, uh, look at how the criminal mind works so to prevent further crimes. We we need to take uh, the, the justice. To me, the jail systems need to be changed. So I do believe her when she's saying her baby is not getting the adequate care. I could possibly believe that because of how we treat the American, how we look at the American jail system and how we look at cons and criminals and, and how we, how we think punishment should go, which a lot of it sometimes is wrong because uh, people come back out and we create more monsters. If you just throw people in there and throw away the key and then they got to come right back into society. Most jail prisoners are released back into society. We have to figure out when people go into jail, how to get them to, to re, it, it make jail also a place of rehabilitation and a humane uh, place and a place that's busy. Okay? Now, I don't buy her bullshit talking about this baby shit, baby, it's been to me time. You set up the consequences, ma'am, for your unborn choice. You didn't think shit about this baby. Now you care about the fetus and all that, but you weren't thinking shit when you would allegedly did what you did, if you did. Okay? And so, no. 
I think her ass should be in jail, even though it is a clever, <laughs> a, a clever thing that she came up with. <laughs> oh, Lord, y'all be out here doing the most, boy. It's a wild world out here, okay? Erica Badu this week. Y'all been on her, boy. Y'all been on her. Y'all been on her. It's Pisces season. Be kind of Pisces. They're all around me. I have little fishies all around me. They're so cute. Fishies are cute. Even though I think these Scorpios be rough on the fishing. We be rough on them, okay? But it says, uh, Erica Badu, this is uh, according to um, Vibe, says Erica Badu starts having three baby daddies and marriage not being a fit for her. Erica Badu has opened up about her experience in sharing, her experience in sharing children with three different men and how she's avoiding being defined by negative labels. The 51-year-old stopped by the breakfast club for an interview during which she admitted that she didn't plan on having children by multiple men, but that she hasn't allowed the circumstances to keep her from living a full life. If you're transparent, people shouldn't uh, do that, Badu says, of following her lead. I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything. No one would expect to have three baby daddies. Who plans that? But when those things start to happen, you don't stop living. The Hello Creator also points out that sometimes relationships don't last due to incompatibility between partners, resulting in lovers moving on to form unions with other people. Not everybody knows how to be a mate, she laments, but says it's not due to the lack of effort. We try, you know, but we're not taught that. That's something we don't know how to do. It's a whole cultural dance around it, but we don't even know how to do it, okay? Uh let me just say this, okay? Uh, the singer also shared her thoughts about marriage before I say this. Let me read this part. It says, the singer shared her thoughts about marriage, arguing that it's been promoted as a cultural construct, but isn't a prerequisite for happiness, and isn't an experience she desires. It doesn't fit everybody, the Dallas native said, being a bride. It doesn't fit me. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. Listen. I agree that every, first of all, let's just say this. Everybody in life, and the Bible even says this, everybody is not meant to be married, okay? I want to just say that for people, okay? And that doesn't mean you meant to hold around either, okay? But it's just saying that some people were, you know, uh, now usually that's people going to live a life to, you know, dedicate God or something like that, you know what I'm saying? But the Bible mostly says it's not good for men to be alone. So most men and women want to partner. Okay, but marriage isn't the end all to be all. Okay, because there'll be some people who will choose careers, life, all these. Now, uh, so I agree with Erica Badu in that sense. Marriage is not to construct for everyone. Okay, and a lot of people that send the man, man of fear, stuff like that, some of them are not married, so they've never even experienced the, the <laughs> experienced marriage, and they tell him, even though some of them be right about certain things, but they're telling you about experience, they some of them have yet to have. Okay. Um, here's what I want to As far as uh, the three baby daddies, okay. Erica, you did choose that. Uh, I didn't know anything. No one would expect to have three baby daddies. Who plans that? You? Oh, we're going to stop the bullshit. I can't keep it. I've, I've known. I, I, listen, listen, listen. I grew up. I know people like this. 
throughout in my 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 family. And you know, here's the thing: a lot of women are in denial that they planned that shit. Okay. No, actually, the first one, the first one I see. Okay, I'm willing to pay. The first one is an accident. That's when you fall in love. So she talks about, you know, people fall in love and all this stuff. That's what she said. You know, you don't plan that. She was on the breakfast club. I understood that. She said, you mean you in love. But the first time you in love and you bring into a full life, because when she tells me that, that scares me a little bit. Cause I, and what I will say to women, it scares me because it means that you're disconnected from the importance of, 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 of that she's a celebrity, okay? Again, celebrities have a different experience in the world than you do. Because they got a lot of shit around them that covers them, protects them. Even if they try to make it normal, they still are having a different experience with the fame game than you are. So sometimes celebrities have a disconnect to uh, she had these children with famous men, okay? Uh, so there may be a disconnect to how that, that go, you know, to uh, the experience of single motherhood. Like she doesn't experience single motherhood like a regular girl out here who's got three baby daddies because she's famous. Now, I'm not saying she got money, but she had, she may have had more opportunities to get more money. Erica Badu can always make money after off her name. Erica Badu has an established career. So even when Erica Badu is broke as fuck, she can go down there to the local, any local donut shop. No offense. I'm not saying that would, that's what she do. But she can have a sold-out show and make some money real fast off her name. Erica Badu's money, name makes money. So she is in a different trajectory as a single fucking mother, has all of you, have three baby daddies. Okay, this is just a problem. Let's get that clear right off the bat. Now, Erica, the first time was probably a mistake. But Erica might be disconnected to the process of having a child. I know she be looking deep, and she's, a, you know, Pisces. She's a Pisces. I know, but some Pisces be full of shit. They be looking deep and shit, but sometimes they be faking that experience and shit. You know, I'm around Pisces all the time, right? I know. So Erica looking like a certain way. She looking, but there may be some things that there was a disconnect from that experience of single motherhood that tra- traditional women go through, okay? So um, when she says, who plans that? And this is just my from women I have talked to who have had children and who have had these situations. Having a child is such a serious moment in one's life. It's like, woo, shit, I'm a mama. Oh, shit, and this didn't work out. This relationship between me and him ain't working the point. That should be such a big, the accident of a child coming into your life. Should focus you, but it doesn't sound like it's focused, Erica. Now, I'm going to tell y'all the truth what this sounds like, because she said, who plans that? You, because then you went on to have a second one with another one, and a third, you went on to recreate the experience over and over again with each of famous men. That shit was done on purpose. I don't care what the fuck she say. If it wasn't done on purpose, then she's unconscious of, 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 of life, of birthing, and she seems to be a life girl. Now, what I do know about Pisces, too, sometimes they just don't give a fuck. No, 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 no. I know y'all like to say Pisces is sweet and shit, but sometimes Pisces don't give a fuck. They like, I don't get, especially Pisces women, I don't give a fuck that I got three baby dads. Because they've been, you know, they the sign that been through everything. They the sign that been all around the Zodiac. They've been a Scorpio. They've been everything. And so they like, 
your life experiences. Like, bitch, sometimes they like, you know, they. that's why some people say Pisces are daydreamers and lazies. No, they just been through everything. They like, yeah, I got these three baby daddies. So the fuck what? Okay, yeah, I done seen life in every kind of way. So sometimes they just don't give a fuck about how life is going to look, how it looks. Erica would do be selling off spirituality, but maybe sometimes she just don't give a fuck and try to sell that off as spirituality, okay? But I, Erica, it's probably over here. I'm getting ready to call you out on it. Listen, but here's the thing. Erica's either been disconnected to the idea of bringing children into this earth and what that means. If she's saying, I didn't plan that, that means you've been disconnected, bitch, okay? But if you've been connected, you know that somewhere down in your head, you plan the fuck to have a baby by DOC. What's the other one? What's the other one? The Electronica, J Electronica, too. You plan that shit. Your ass didn't get pregnant by Connie. Your ass didn't get pregnant by, what's the other one? This is these other one that's probably been here. Don't play with me, Erica Badu. Erica Badu needs to have them two other kids, okay? Out of where life, it is what it is. Now, her talking about then sometimes a contract of marriage just don't work out. That might be true, but it also may be that it's a lot more difficult when you're famous and you got three baby daddies to find the love you want. And so you start to build a whole trajectory like around yourself. And so I'm just going, you know, I'm be, I'm just not good at living. I'm just not this and that. Instead of fixing the shit that's wrong with you. I know she looks like a spiritualist. I like Eric Wadu. Eric Wadu is one of my favorite artists. But let me just tell you, listen, listen. I know the bullshit when I'm being sold it, okay? Erica meant to have them babies with J Electronica and DOC. And if she tells me I didn't plan that, I'd be like, well, you were disconnected from the process of bringing life into the earth. You didn't pay attention. Now, I'm because, you know, she the one that wrote that song, you know, because it seemed, that seemed like a deep song when she had, you know, do I want my baby? You know, it seems like somebody connected to life. But a lot of motherfuckers are singing about shit that they ain't connected to. That's what I'm talking about with Sierra. Okay? She's singing, remember that do I want my baby? Mother tell me what to do. I mean, it was about a, what's it about, about a, a dude that was hustling? I know you got to get your hustle on. So I pray. So, you know, whether I understand the game sometimes. You know, I ain't going to sing for you. But, you know, but, you, but I love them strong. What you going to do when it comes to, you know, y'all know. Because you think Eric is a spiritualist. But let me tell you, some of the most spiritual people be the most fucked up. We be having some time. If you spiritual, listen, let me tell you something. You be, sometimes you be going through some shit, right? Y'all, that's what y'all be, uh, don't need to, need to understand out here, okay? Erica, you planned them babies. Them other two. And you know what I think? I'm going to tell you what I think because I know Pisces. <laughs> The Pisces females I know. <laughs> my grandmother's a Pisces. Trust me, I know that shit. My baby, the the uh, uh, one of the loves of my life, the great loves of my life is a Pisces, which is my granny. I'm married to a Pisces. My daddy's a Pisces. My uh, my uh, uh, I got so many Pisces around me. One of my best friends, I got Pisces everywhere. 
Pisces, I know the fucking game, okay? Pisces can be the most manipulative sign on the planet, okay? Y'all talking about Scorpios. Pisces can be manipulative too. Erica knows what the... See, she probably... Erica really probably do want love. But, you know, she indifferent to it. Being a Pisces, they're like, ah, the shit don't work out, okay? See, Erica... Had to, uh, uh, probably was expecting to keep DOC or J Electronica with one of the keys. I said what they said. I, I said what I said. I got some mystical reason for having them. <laughs> oh, the Pisces can be deep too. You know, she might like a mystic, you know, she might like creating with these creatives. Because oh, Pisces is deep waters. No, listen here. This is what I'm trying to tell you, okay? It's deep water. So she might like creating with fucking creatives and then sending them on about their way. That could be her too. I know. I was raised by a Pisces. <laughs> oh, I know how they speak. I was raised by them. And they love creativity. Pisces is a sign of creativity. God. I have Pisces in my eighth house. You know, I often explains. I was like, wow, you know, I was like, we, we were talking, I was talking to one of my friends the other day, we were talking about astrology, and she says, oh, my God, we, we, talk, I was, we were talking about astro- astrological stuff, and she was part of one of my astrology groups, and she said, that's why you love Maxwell so much. His Morris is on your eighth house. And I was like, oh, yes, because he's Morris and Pisces, right? So I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why. I love this. You know, his music. I go over because they sit in my age. So I, I, I get Piscean. Okay? I'm a Piscean whisperer. <laughs> Even though I'm a Scorpio, I get your asses. <laughs> and there are different types of Pisces, right? You know, you got the conservative Pisces that try to ignore their, you know, who try to be. There are different types, okay? There are lots of Pisces, okay? But I was raised by a Pisces who who kind of reminds me of Erica Badu in some things, okay? Yes. Oh, yes. Very much Erica Badu-ish, okay? So, and Jada Pinkish, even though Jada's a bird, Virgo. But, yes, I get it. I get the Piscean nature. It's very creative, all these things. So, Erica, she's lying. I don't believe her when she says she didn't plan it. I do believe in her deep recesses of her Piscean energy she did or else she was disconnected. If she didn't, she was disconnected each time from the process of life and the effect that having that child had on her life. Because most women usually, I know a lot of y'all like to repeat that. When y'all repeat, a lot of women, sometimes single mothers tend to repeat over and over again. Sometimes not all, but they tend to repeat having the baby male saying, oh, it was a mistake. No, no, no. I don't ever believe that. And, and most of the time when you talk to women who've had more than two to three children by different men, it was not a mistake when you really get to talking. The first time, mistake. Second and third, fourth time, no. And the reason why is because they, because it was, they either they, if it was a mistake, they didn't, they, they didn't take a lot of responsibility for the first one. Like it wasn't an impact enough. A birth should be enough of an impact 
raising a ch- having a child should be enough of an impact on you that you say, shit, I need to be careful next time. That is bringing a life into the world. So when you tell me nobody plans to have uh, three kids, I'm like, so the, your baby's birth wasn't that much of an impact on you? And can I tell you a Pisces, that might be so. That's why Gianna it's not it's not impacting her because again Pisces are loving they're also let me tell you another thing about Pisces sacrificial laying themselves at the slot at the you know what I'm saying at the uh, um, uh, laying themselves on the uh, on the altar they they're very sacrificial Pisces will sacrifice everything so that could be a part of it too so Pisces like my granny raising me okay that was sacrificial that's very Piscean. So that's what I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that Erica having children and stuff like this, very Piscean, maybe in some ways disconnected from motherhood. Yes. So this is just my take on Erica Madu, why she said that. To me, birth should be a strong enough thing that happens in your life, having a child, that it stops you from making another decision. Now, I'm looking at it from the astrology perspective, but that's just a life perspective. Bitch, having that first baby should have been like, damn, it didn't work out with Andre. Damn, I ain't getting myself caught up here with another two or three and all that. Blessing babies are a blessing. But when she says that she didn't mean to, that's a lie. And if it ain't a lie, then that means that she was disconnected from her children being birthed. So, and it's interesting to me, that that is the case because she is a what? A midwife. Where is she at? Apollonia. If you're listening, please do a Erica Badu. I got to write Apollonia for this. Please do a chart on Erica Badu. Oh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, there's so, I could go so deep right here, but I won't because I'll tell my own business. <laughs> But let me just say this. I can believe she could be disconnected from the birth of her own children, but yet be a midwife to somebody else's kid. Oh, shit, that's Pisces. Woo, y'all better be. Woo, yeah, she's something else. Eric Badu, something else. Somebody do a chart on Eric Badu. I got to look out here and see if there's a chart on Eric Badu. I already said I ain't even got to do no chart. I already know what's going on here. Shit. Okay? Let's go home. And then she's like, I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I just, you know, I'm just up front with people. <laughs> Ooh, that Pisces shit. Wow. I love it. Boy, Erica, you something else, girl. <laughs> All right. So that was, y'all, I did, yeah. When I heard the, the interview, I was like, Erica, stop it. You, you knew what the NL was going on, okay? Shit. You either was creating creative babies or you was disconnected, which being a Pisces, you could possibly be disconnected. And her being a midwife. She can be connected to birthing other people's kids here <laughs> and not being connected to the actual birth of her own. A lot of spiritualists, that's period. Like sometimes spiritually I can minister to tell people what they should do, but sometimes I'll find myself when I'm in my own situation having a hard time disconnecting from self to tell myself what to do. But I have great wisdom and advice sometimes for others. Right? So, it, it, uh, sadness. Okay? 
I can see. Okay, I'm just telling y'all, it's all the spiritual girls. Okay, like Lauren Hill and I in these streets, so I, you know, it'd be wild out here. So. <laughs> it'd be wild in those streets. Okay, Tim Norman urges fans, okay, to search for the truth. Okay, this is according to RonsonSmith.com. Last year, Welcome to Sweetie Pie star Tim Norman was convicted on conspiracy charges for the murder of his nephew, Andre Montgomery, for the insurance money. Uh, with the sentencing just days away, Tim Norman claims he never took out any policies on his nephew. This is the thing with Tim Norman. I guess he put on with Twitter. I don't know where is this, but this is from uh, his Instagram, <clears throat> and it's uh, via uh com. It says, thank you for all the prayers. I'm still in disbelief. The feds know 100% I did not do those insurance policies. But the jury didn't get to hear that. And not one person got on the stand and said that I told them to hurt my nephew. They destroyed my name and image so you guys wouldn't search for the truth. The sentencing will be March the 2nd. <laughs> I told y'all with Tim. I, first of all, I do believe Tim. If Miss Robbie done put up some, I'm not not saying this is what Miss Robbie done did, but I know that all them restaurants are closed mostly in uh, um, in all in St. Louis. I don't know if they're still open other places, but I think they closed a lot of a lot of. And maybe Miss Robbie. I'm, this is just my personal opinion. Maybe. Uh, Miss Robbie is using that money to uh, to help Tim, and if so, if if she has pretty good money, she may be able to move. I said I wouldn't be surprised because of the insurance policy or something like that. If Tim could get, uh, it's hard to get appeals. It's very and America's justice system needs to be better on that for other people who are innocent. But it's hard to get appeals. But he perhaps can get an appeal on those policies and things not being heard about those policies, and he might pop possibly be able to get out if the lawyer is good enough to find some tricks for the trade. But here's the deal. Child, I done looked all around and looked underneath and tried to whatever whatever is out here about this crowd to see how maybe Tim is telling the truth. Maybe Tim didn't do that shit. But child, Tim, you look guilty as hell. You're going to have to tell us something different. Okay, you look different. You look like you did it and time out. You didn't tell him to hurt your nephew. That sounds like some bullshit. That sounds like some picking, like they like, like some sociopath, sociopath shit. Like when they try to see, I didn't tell you to hurt him. Like, yeah, you just told me to get in there and lure him there to somebody else's head. <laughs> it sounds like he also said, I, you know, I, I believe that Tim did this. Okay. And he might get off later on, but he's going to have to come up with some other reasons why the feds want to set your ass up. Why they want to set your ass up, Tim? And it can't be because of the racism up in St. Louis. I don't believe it. You got to show me you was doing big shit in St. Louis for them to come after you. Okay? Right now, I don't believe it. Tim, I see no reason for them to set you up for the uh, Miss Robbie and even Tim. So just saying, and the family of Andre. It's just sad. Okay, I want to talk about this list, the top 10 highest paid entertainers in the world in 2022, okay? Because I want black people to stop dissing, not, not, and, and listen, 
I'm not talking about all your entertainers. Some of these entertainers is, is shitty, and it's a lot of them that's gatekeepers and all that. It's obvious that there needs to be a revamp in the entertainment industry, okay? It's just obvious because people getting up here being arrogant. A lot of black people, it's, it's a lot of craziness going on. And really, I, I hope in the future we see more talented young people, young, talented older people, and everything coming to the industry who uh, want to see others expand and do great things and stuff like that. And it won't be uh, such, uh, it won't look like, you know, such a shitty stuff going on, okay? But this is an interesting list. This is according to Ferb. Now, listen, what I this is what I told y'all. This is why I say black people, don't just show older entertainers like Frankie Beverly and Maze. I know Frankie, you know, be singing sometimes. He be out here singing. Since Frankie been on tour for the Frankie, Frankie Stumpy has been on tour for the last 50 years, okay? No, Frankie ain't put an album out since 1980. Was it 1985? This is like some shit. Maxwell, Maxwell, are you on this shit right now? You trying to do Frankie Beverly? Actually, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. Is Maxwell trying to do a Frankie Beverly out here? Is Night real? I'm starting to wonder, is Night real? Is Night real? Maybe it's no Night coming. Maybe it's. Maybe that's why we keep seeing the moon symbol or something, because the moon is like, it's unknown. It's, a, it's out in the, it's just, maybe he is, maybe he's not. It's, it's a, it's, moon is about illusions and shit. Shut up. Maxwell, is it, is it like, this is Frankie Beverly shit. Maxwell on tour like Frankie Beverly. <laughs> not quite as long, but shit. <laughs> he got about 30 more years ago. Frankie Beverly's ass been out here. I, I understand he been out here touring for you. I know his voice ain't the best. Okay, when you see but listen, don't be dissing our entertainers talking about they need to go sit down and shit like that. Right, let me just say this, new edition and shit like that. Listen, when you hear this top ten list, you're going to know why you need to honor sometimes some of the older artists out here. Okay? Listen to this. A number one entertainers in the world this year, Genesis. Y'all like, who the fuck is Genesis? Remember the Sue Sue Sue? I got my favorite one, of my favorite thing, Phil Collins. Used to be in Genesis. He still is, I think. He's been around. That motherfucking British man been around since the 19. How long has Genesis, how long has Genesis come to play? It's been years. I forget some of Genesis songs. But listen here. Okay, them bitches are still making money out here. Wait, Genesis, uh, dang it. When did they come into this? This That's why I'm telling you about white artists. They don't put that kind of thing on their artists. They only do that with black artists. Genesis been out here singing since 1967. Genesis is the highest paid artist this year. Why? Genesis announced North American dates for last uh, what is it for last domino tour? Okay, so they done had some touring. I don't know if they done sold some of their shit, their music shit, but Genesis is number one on this. Okay, Genesis is number one. Why you keep putting a trajectory on your eyes? Now, some people, some of these motherfuckers should have a trajectory on, like Chris Brown, because he's doing like a lot of young shit. Like, you gotta, like, but when you got an artist like like Frankie and them, who, who, who's like, when they artistry is like, it can't, 
you know, Chris is up here dancing and flipping and stuff. He's doing, like, a lot of young, dumb shit that at 80, when I see him, I'll be like, motherfucker, how you going to sing this song at 80? You got to have a catalog. Like, when you got a catalog, like a like a Marvin Gaye, with Marvin Gaye is still alive, a Marvin Gaye catalog, or you got a catalog where you can it can go throughout the years where you got useful songs, but you also got great uh, songs with longevity. But, uh, uh, even sort of like Bruno, even Bruno Morris, you know, he's kind of got some, but he's not, he's Filipino, but I'm just using him. Even though he's doing a lot, he does a lot of fun stuff. He also does a lot of, you know, songs that can last. Uh, a lot of artists do that. Uh, Maxwell, great. He, he can sing those songs when he's dating. Some of these artists have put themselves in a box, but other artists have not. That's why I keep saying about Chloe Bailey, bitch, calm down, all that sexy stuff. And figure out, I love your body. The new video, body looks banging. But you got to figure out how to make yourself as an artist, a long-standing artist. And Tina Turner was one of the ones who did it. But Tina Turner also had a, 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 a catalog, a, a discography with a lot of different great music. My God, great music. Not That bullshit you put out with Chris Brown sucks. Sounds like all the other songs. Sounds like all the other Christmas songs with people. All the other songs. You didn't do different. You didn't do nothing different. That shit sound like every other song he done put out with somebody. Okay. Chloe, Chloe, Chloe. It's going to be short-lived if you don't get this figured this out. You might be a Beyonce trigger. If you're trying to be the next Beyonce, I really think that shit is fast. because so many bitches coming behind you with the same idea that I'm going to be naked and uh, be showing my... Ladies and stuff. And if I had your body, let me show you something, Chloe. If I had your body now, my age, I'd be running around here showing it off a little bit. But you are young, you need, and you're trying to build a career. Put, start being smart and doing songs that you can do. You can see yourself doing. I love when Maxwell said that when he said he he does songs that he can see himself doing when he's older. That's smart. You can do some fun songs, do some cool and hip songs, but do some songs that you bitches can sing when you're seventy. Because look at Genesis out here, okay? I ain't even finished telling you about the list. Okay, what's the other list? Number two. You think it's any of these young white rock bands? Nope. Sting. 210 million dollars. Sting. The police. Ain't that police? The, the, not, what's, the, what's the thing? What's the dude that's not the police? Uh, what's the dude uh, is this thing? Is that the, what is it? It is the guy that's from, uh, uh, what is it? What's the song? Sting, Sting selling tickets too. They gonna sell out everywhere. I mean, real sell out. Really sell out. Uh, okay. Desert Rose, all that. Every breath you take, that's the motherfucking thing. Every breath you take, every move you make, I'll be watching you. That's the son y'all motherfucking y'all know, okay? Sing. Out here made 200 and some million dollars. You know how long Sing's sing been around? Sing, performing at their band. I got to look it up. Cause I know it was before when I was young because I used to remember Sing being at Sing back in the day. One of the most successful bands of the 1980s. 
I mean, Sting was the we're part of the part of the police. Sting is the solo singer. Jesus, I'm getting the police mixed up with Sting. That's why I've gotten getting mixed up. Y'all forgive me. Sting used to be a part of the uh, of the uh, group, the police. I was thinking uh, you uh, 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 something else, but I was thinking the police at first, but I was getting the mix of Sting and Sting. But Sting is actually the solo artist, and he's been around the '80s. This motherfucker is selling. He's old now. And y'all be talking about old artists. They, they only do that shit with R&B, rap, all that. Because some of that stuff they sell off as youthful because they got y'all doing shit you can't perform when you 80 and 90. You got a lot of motherfuckers out here ain't talented no more. And they got drum beat machines and shit like that. Nothing don't take it. Take a lot to make a drum beat machine. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, talent. it's a sense of talent with that too. But it ain't like playing real musical instruments and shit. That's why I'm mad they took the musical instruments out of school and shit because black kids don't have, a lot of times, sometimes we can't afford the music instruments and stuff. And so they taking one of the great gifts and talents of learning musicianship away from you. And if your parents or somebody don't have something that can get, guide you towards music, because music, you can, music is a smart thing to know music. And to know how to read music and shit, that shit is you can be that you can be a brilliant person studying music, okay? So it, it it can open up your mind to so many other sectors of things, you know. So so when we talk about music is not an age thing. It's only that way in the black community. This motherfucker thing is probably about seventy years old. How old is thing that? He was born in nineteen fifty one. Seventy two. The only black people that get to get out here and do dumb stuff. Okay. All right. So here, and then, so what is Sting? Sting is top 10. Okay. Number three. I'm about to say, where's the, what time is it? I know I'm going to have to have part two. Uh, let's see. What's the, what, who's number three? Let me pull, pull the list out. Uh, number three is, I got it up. Number three is Tyler Perry with $175 million. Tyler, who I used to, listen, I used to ride for Tyler, okay? No offense. I, I, but I can't ride for motherfuckers putting out ignorant shit, okay? No, I can't because for at first I saw where I was going, and it ain't, it ain't no diss, Tyler. I'm cool. I feel like Tyler, started, I like some of the things he's doing, but I feel like he's become a gatekeeper because I didn't like some shit he's done saying. Like one of the people talking about, you can't let anybody just come up. And I was like, they let somebody ask him up. It was something he said the other day about writing or something like that. I'm like, they let you ain't the greatest writer, Tyler. I mean, have y'all ever watched an episode of Oval and Sisters and all that and all the positive they be doing? How you doing? How you doing? Yeah. He don't know how to write dialogue. He loves high drama. Like, it's how you doing? How you doing today? What you doing? Sydney pregnant. Oh, my God. She going to kill Sydney. That's how he's his show, okay? He don't have no, he don't know how to write dialogue in between. Himself. And I was willing to excuse that for years. So I was like, he's trying to build up. He even came from plays. You know, he's going to build his shit. No, he's still out here saying high drama and bad dialogue. So, but I am appreciative that you give the actors a chance to work. A lot of these people he has in his show are great actors, but he got a shitty script. Okay? I don't like that because you're trying to you, you don't have you you're not expanding the growth of your audience. 
I tell Tyler Perry that in his face. I tell him what I thought. Yes, I would. I'd say it much nicer, but I still say it. And there's no excuse now because you making you are the third highest payer pay, pay person on the list. So the new movies I should see from you should be getting better. Not when motherfuckers forget they wrote a script and they forget a character and all that shit that I've seen, the ridiculousness I've seen the Tyler Perry over the years. Not just with the cat, it was the with the play. And it's not me just saying it. It's a whole bunch of people. And I have been a big fan of Tyler and 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 really just pushing Tyler. But somebody needs to tell Tyler the truth. It ain't cute when you're making $175 million and just be, and, and because you got an audience that watches the bullshit that you haven't expanded yourself. And that you you exploiting your audience's ignorance. But he's third on the list, probably because he got to deal with BET. Oprah realized that, or her and Discovery realized they was tired of being in that shit. Remember they said Oprah went to Tyler Perry allegedly and said, oh, we need you to do better than this have and have not bullshit. And so you done got really out here with this shit. I mean, we just had a whole year of people in jail. You ain't writing this. But allegedly she said some shit like that. And, he, and that's how Tyler Perry went from own over there to BT where he's now at, and he's been put, he's putting shitty programming now on BT, and got the nerves to stream some of that shit. He streamed one of them. It's so horrible that show ruthless. <laughs> have to, uh, about the cult. <laughs> Oval just made me laugh, but the the, the ruthless. And I support sisters because I love the actors. But his shit, he writes shit. It's like, hey, blah, blah, blah. They go back and forth a long time with nothing. And then all of a sudden, some high drama happens. And then that's what Keisha addicted because he's a high, he writes high drama, but he can't write dialogue. Facts. Now, I'm okay with that when you first come in the game because everybody knew. I'm okay for you making that first few, several movies. But when you get some money, like you learn, you need to be learning how to write better. Get some script people to help you in there to teach you how to become a better writer, to teach you how to get 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 better. To me, Courtney Kemp, when I first saw the first few couple of episodes of uh, uh, Power, I was like, this shit is bogus. But as she grew in power with other writers and stuff at her side, it became better because other people make you a better writer. Tyler Kemp trying to be greedy and get some writers up in your, your up in the studio. They help your ass. You need some help. Next, Trey Parker and Matt Stone's on the list. I don't know who they were. $160 million. James Brooks and Mike Rowan, $105 million. Old-ass Brad Pitt, $100 million. Okay, not even Denzel and all them people. Brad Pitt's on there. The Rolling Stones. I told y'all about the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones. Yes, Mick Jagger's name. Old ass Mick Jagger. $98 million. Y'all be talking about people being old. Mick Jagger made $98 million this year. You black people will diss your own older artists. Not all of them. I ain't talking about the shitty ones. I'm talking about the ones who been, who putting out, trying to, they best, they, they got a catalog that is brilliant. That they do brilliant musicianship. They deserve to be here Two for a long time. Look at these mofos. Look at Rolling Stones, $98 million. James Cameron, that's the dude from, what was it, the show? Avatar? 
$98 million. So when y'all say these at these singers is past a prime, he shouldn't be doing Jesus. Smokey shouldn't be out there. Smokey, you better tell them F you. If Rolling Stones are still out here, because that's all they only teach you to be disrespectful to your elder artists who have done great work. They're not disrespectful to their elder artists. They still making money. Genesis up here, $230 million. Sing. Genesis is seeing the top two. But they teach you how to be youth-oriented so that you don't care. Your elderly don't live long. You ain't got no wisdom and shit. And yo, yo, like, listen, I understand some elders in black communities sometimes they be having some shit. You can't, everybody ain't got wisdom. But for those, it is a... It is a sign of wisdom when you have elders. Even in the Bible, when you talk about the 40, when you talk about uh, the, when the old generation died off, when God kept the old generation out with Moses, Moses and uh, they died out because they didn't believe to go into the promised land, right? There were still two people, elders left, Caleb and uh, Joshua. Joshua was middle-aged, and Caleb was an old man. You need elders. Even in music, the music business, who not elders who's doing shitty music. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about elders who have put in great musicianship. Look at your elder, Prince, who's one of the greatest musicians ever lived, dead in an elevator of a drug overdose. Look at your uh, uh, Michael Jackson, dead. Profile. What the fuck? Your older, your older artists don't get to live. Some of your great musicians and these, and here I got Sting still running the fuck around here at seventy six years old, seventy some years old, making two hundred some million dollars and through through studio and what's his name? Genesis still still what's his name still running around here? Y'all crazy? And y'all be buying into that shit about dissing your. Uh, I'm not talking about the older artists who shit, the young artists who shitty and going down the trajectory of young. You know, I'm talking about the older artists who put out great music, musicianship. Maybe Prince and Michael Jackson died because, you know, they saw the trajectory of shitty or something. That's all that's happening in R&B. Black artists who are being chosen to be up there now are the shittiest things. Most of y'all is shit. Not all of y'all, but a lot of y'all. The ones who who are who are now in place, and they thinking black music has died because you really ain't getting the great black musicians. The older artists that are the older great artists to tell you the truth. The older great artists who can show you what great great artistry is, and then the great artists that we do have left, like Gladys Knight, Patti LaBelle, stuff stuff like that. Some of y'all motherfuckers be trying to say it's too old. They shouldn't be doing no hitting the R&B because y'all motherfuckers done bought in that everybody got to be sexy and wearing a fucking cat suit out here. Beyonce, Rihanna, there was once a time when you had people like Whitney Houston, like just to stand up there and sing, like just be beautiful and glorious in her voice. You had. Uh, 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 Anita Baker, Stephanie Mills, shit like that. Now y'all, y'all can't even stick. Y'all don't even got nothing like that. They there, but y'all, y'all don't think y'all won't go listen to them. They gotta make shitty music. 
I gave them that attracted to Chloe Bailey and shit. Chloe's even little asses out here naked all the time. Naked as fuck. Just naked every day. Naked, naked, naked. I like Chloe. I'm 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 for you looking sexy. But not every fuck every day, bitch. This is Rihanna and Beyonce world. Remember when Alicia Keys was one popular? I no, 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 no. I Alicia Keys even had, I, I finally figured it out. I, I didn't tell nobody, but I figured out what was going on with Alicia Keys. Okay? She's trying to keep up with the shitty artistry. That's what's going on. She's trying to keep up because at one time she was considered like the anti-Beyonce. But, you know, personal shit might have, you know, gotten away of that. Okay? But listen, still, she can't just sit down and play the piano. Now Alicia Keys is out there trying to be sexy and, and trying to be, you know, like, good. Trying to compete and her look at her right now. Her her she I don't know. I mean, listen, she made I'm glad she caught the idea and set the fuck down. So she was about to do she was about to feature her ass out of it. But she started doing some Tony and started doing some other stuff and, and got out the uh, uh the the gag with the shades and shit like that. Cause he's like, this, we we know, we know, we don't know eventually what you look like. Take off your shades. So and we get I'm just saying Y'all need to be able, they are killing y'all, black kids, in the music industry. They're killing y'all with these ideas of just youth-oriented culture. And they, what they do is just tell you, well, you can only make music for a certain age group. But, you, but even, it used to be that younger artists even used to make great music. There's a youth-oriented thing. But Michael Jackson was able to evolve out of his youth into something different. You motherfuckers are singing about hoes and stuff. At 50, you girls is out here singing like when, like Tina Turner evolved. Yes, she sang What's Love Got to Do With It. But she also sings Private Dancer. Oh, so many great songs from Tina. We, you don't need a, we don't need another hero. I mean, oh, two people. I mean, just Big song. I mean, y'all, y'all is so y'all sing about. It. The next thing we hear on a lot of these songs, all these new R and B girls are singing. They all sing the same shit. Dad nigga did this. He ain't shit. He blah blah. Like my coochie's so good. I'm just, just like I'm like shit. I know. I know. Y'all not told us your coochie good. I don't believe all you bitches coochie is good though. And I don't believe all you men bitches good. Okay, so what y'all think about? It. I need y'all to think, be, be versatile in Genesis and the Rolling Stones. It's on here in the top eight because they wouldn't allow, they, white people don't do that. I'm not saying you be white, but I'm saying that white people don't do that to their artists. The great ones, they don't. You don't protect your artists. You don't protect the very thing. you cre- Black people in America, black Americans, you created rock and roll, okay? The stuff that stinks. I mean, when Rolling Stones came here, let me just say this, okay? When Rolling Stones came to Dallas a couple of, like, maybe it was about last year sometime or year before last, the one thing they did, they went to the Black uh, Museum, Black American Museum or something they have in Dallas, 
because that they honor the old black musicians more the fuck than you do. They understand where their music come from. These is dudes, white dudes from the UK. Can you get you motherfuckers to go to a museum, learn anything about the history of your music? I didn't say the same thing when I was in, in, in my hometown in the baseball museum. Every time I come to my hometown, I try to go to the baseball museum. I go visit or buy something or something for the monarchs or something like that because that's our history. Well, you can't get you motherfuckers to be down there. Be, and you know who be out there, that black museum all the time with the monarchs and shit and stuff looking at that shit? White people be in there in floods. But they taught you to care about the here and now. Check your L. They don't do that shit. Now, I ain't talking about the elders that be seeing dumb shit. I understand there's some politics going on, like the Black Caucus and stuff like that. We Some elders sell you down the river, okay? And you just got to let them go and don't pay no attention, okay? You don't have to be disrespectful, but you ain't got to pay no attention to the elders. Black Caucus. I'm talking about when we talk about musicianship, how we treat our elders, how we respect them. You do not see that shit going over there. That's one thing over there in a world. Here they are, and you better not, ain't no mofo gonna talk about Genesis making $230 million. Ain't a white artist gonna come out and say, Genesis didn't make $230 million this year. Not gonna say shit. They're going to say they're the greatest bands. They're the greatest ones ever. You don't even protect your shit. What's the way this is doing? Y'all don't even come out when it's, when, when Patty LaBelle, like or somebody being honored. You bitches at the top of the game don't even come out and honor me. Like sometimes. Y'all be sitting in y'all houses and they be having C-listers and stuff come singing for them. Terrible. Like this week, I saw Stephanie Mills was talking about Anita Baker and stuff like that. See, what? here's what you guys don't know. And I said this about Anita Baker because I used to hear stuff about Anita I'm I'm a big Anita Baker fan. I love Anita Baker. But over the years, people have said things about Anita Baker. What you don't know, a lot of y'all was talking about Stephanie Mills saying, he, she was talking about Anita Baker because she didn't say she threw some shade at Anita Baker on her show. But years ago, there were rumors a lot from people, even Luther didn't get along with Anita. A lot of people didn't get along with Anita, okay? And y'all, that prompted y'all because Anita just had a run on her on her music so they can get her music out there. I mean, it's a little trick I thought was going on. But Anita just had a run on trying to get her master and stuff. So y'all know more about Anita Baker, even though I love, listen, I love me some Anita Baker. But y'all know more about Anita, Anita than y'all do Stephanie. And some of y'all was coming on saying some dumb shit about Stephanie Mills. I'm like, bitch, do y'all know who Stephanie Mills is? No, you little motherfuckers don't know because you don't study. Women like Anita was probably looking up to Stephanie. Stephanie's been around for years. The first Dorothy of the wheel. First one to sing home. Y'all better look up Stephanie Mills' resume. Y'all get mad because Stephanie Mills is one of the great, to me, one of the great singers of all time. Now, y'all not gonna be y'all not gonna be out here disrespecting Stephanie and still doing her thing. You still go to a Stephanie Mills show, she will sing you up under the her and Pamela Bell will sing y'all asses, y'all little young asses up under the rug. Half of y'all can't sing. She said, 
he did the same thing. Not Stephanie and them. They come from an era that's the same. Same. Okay. Run your little asses up under the rug. I y'all hear you singing. Still today. Tons of hit in the eighties. Always did R and B music. Never went out. The reason why Stephanie's not as big as she should, because she never went out the genre of R and B. But was always big, always cranking out hits of R and B. Y'all better look up Stephanie. Okay? Cut the bullshit, motherfuckers. That's because y'all don't know shit. Get tired. It could be bad. Think it's on there, little dumbasses. And sometimes I understand y'all be different black people in the diaspora, and y'all don't be knowing shit because you know, like that girl said one time. From the diaspora, from the African girls talking about who's Kevin Campbell. It's like, bitch, okay, you can't have been around and run around here in Asia. So, like, you know, because sometimes that, but for black Americans to not understand that is crazy. Be respectful of your elders. Because they show damn sure being respectful of theirs. $230 million for Genesis, 210 for Sting and a rolling old ass songs is out here with $98 million. Okay, not let me hear y'all talk about nobody, Frankie, nobody else. Now, if you talking about Chris and them, I, I know they ain't going to got but a second on because the type of music they want. That's uh, that's that. That's why I said, when Chris said that, who the fuck is Robert Glasser? I'm like, who the fuck are you? Because this what you, you need to go get Robert Glasser and ask him to produce some songs and shit for you because you're doing shitty shit. That's not, you can't be able, you're not going to be able to do it. Either. Am I done going off? I think I am. I had to say that, show that list. It was ridiculous. I was like, really? This is what we got out here? Kanye with. Ooh, the backtracking that Poe Adidas had to do. <laughs> now, it doesn't, it's not, it's not, wait a minute, it's not a, it's not, it's not, it's not a, that I haven't thought about Kanye is married again. I look at and I say, is that a handler? Yes. But Kanye's been awfully quiet and shit since he got married. Because I believe in handlers out here in these motherfucking streets. And then that man, Kanye shared that thing about that man talking about he'll reset him and shit. And talk about, you see, that shit might be really happening. And I don't know. Some of y'all got some strange handlers. Okay. Uh, so maybe that's why they went to Kanye. But Kanye, it says, reaches an agreement with Adidas to sell remaining Yeezy sneaker inventory. Because why? They need Kanye. Uprocks.com. Kanye West and Adidas have finally reached a settlement to sell the rest of the remaining $500 million in Yeezy sneaker inventory. The footwear giant terminated its partnership with West October following his anti-Semitic comments. And the uh, several antics that follow, including sitting down with InfoWars host and Alex Jones to chat with his admiration of Hitler and Nazism. According to reports, Adidas, the controversial rapper, will sell the remaining sneaker inventory this year. The new contracts will focus solely on selling the rapper's existing merchandise and will not include any new designs or apparel for his clothing line. But you know what? He doesn't need y'all to do it because y'all showed the fuck y'all need him. But the settlement comes off the heels of Adidas CEO Bajoran Gooden revealing that the athletic brand was expected to take nearly a billion hits since terminating their partnership. The numbers speak for themselves. We are currently not performing the way we should, Gooden said before mentioning that 2023 will be a year of transition for the company. He continued, we will put focus on the consumer, our athletes, our retail partners, and our Adidas employees. 
Together, we will work at creating brand heat, improve our product engine, better serve our distribution, and ensure that Adidas is a great, a great and fun place to work. Okay. Let me just say, and I got some Adidas. I bought some of the Ivy Sparkle. I bought you. Let me, let me just say, uh, <laughs> it's a lot. I think Adidas has a touch with my own too. Listen, I'm, I'm a, let me implore some of you athletes out here. And I'm not a, I like Nike. I'm a person, I just like Nike. Some of the shit, Nike's got shitty sometimes a little bit over the years. But what I do like about Nike, what I will say I love about Nike, when they, when they got an athlete, they, they fucked up with Steph Curry. That was just a major fuck up, okay? But they do know how to sell, market a brand. I don't know any shoe that's better at it. I don't know. I would never sign a lifetime contract with no fucking body. Okay, this is I don't. I don't want you having control of my name for years. And, and that's to me. I hate when I see a lot of athletes do that because they see all them dollars and heroes buying time a billion dollars selling your likeness for. No, don't ever just because you could cheapen your name and your brand in a lot of ways with these corporations. However, though. Uh, sometimes I would take a lesser hit to work with somebody like a Nike or something like that. Not big money, but I'd take, you know, I wouldn't take, like, like Steph Curry. I think it's dumb as fuck to sign with Umar. Hey, did he already do it? I think he already signed with Under Armour for his whole life. Like, like what the fuck? They ain't going to do nothing with it. They, Under Armour is proven. They said, Under Armour, I don't know where Under Armour at. I'll be like, is Steph Curry using the child? Same thing. You, if I got Patrick Mahomes or Vegas, I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? You let Nike get a hold of Patrick Mahomes. See, a lot of these athletes are signing with these guys, and Nike, you don't have to offer, offer better, much more better money now. Because a lot of these dudes, they sign in a lot of I mean, you know, they sign in deals because they can get better brand. But nobody does branding and marketing like y'all. So, but y'all got to get a little bit more competitive because, listen, these, I mean, these, these, these other tennis shoe companies, I just ain't seen y'all do it like Nike. Even when y'all have a chance to get up the ups on Nike, y'all can't. Nike just sitting back relaxing. You know how Nike's so confident in they shit? They ain't had a star in a while. No LeBron James and all them, Kyrie and all them. They sell a little bit of shit. But they ain't nothing like Jordan, okay? They just sitting back on y'all asses. Even with Def over there at Under Armour and uh, Patrick over there at Adidas, they like, what the fuck? Y'all can't fuck with us. They already know it. You other shoe brands do nothing. Here, Adidas had Yeezy and begging Kanye to come back. Please, Kanye, come back. We can't sell the rest of your shoes. Beyonce's not helping us. Her shit just don't sell. We just gave out a bunch of free boxes to celebrities. I mean, you bitches don't know what to do. It's terrible. It's terrible to watch these shoe brands. It's, it's, like, damn, it's like Nike sitting back fouling their nails looking at all y'all. Like, yeah, so what they got them. We ain't got to do shit right now. <laughs> well, I know I'm over there. I don't even do no Steph Curry commercial. I saw Steph Curry. I see Steph Curry in more water commercials, more Subway commercials. Then I see his ass in the Under Armour commercial. Shit. I don't even know. When I used to see, when there was Under Armour stores I saw, I didn't ever see Steph in it. And you're supposed to be the big dog over there at Under Armour. You're supposed to be having your own brand. A mess. 
I don't blame Nike. Nike. Nike about to have a movie about themselves. They sitting back and just like, you know what, we'll we, we get the assholes when it comes to, when it finally comes. Nike's so far ahead of the game, they don't give a fuck about y'all. That's how far. They ain't put out, they don't hardly put out no commercials except when they got to anymore. But when they do, they fuck with y'all. I mean, I mean, and the shoe designs ain't even as what they what they used to be. But they y'all still can't fuck with them. Adidas, I none of y'all. I don't understand. And y'all be having the stars. Y'all had Yeezy over here. Y'all, y'all begging Kanye to come back because y'all got y'all y'all. It's not because y'all don't got the stars. It's because y'all bullshitting in design. You bullshitting in marketing. Y'all know how to market nothing. Oh, that Nike team. Who remember when they did that song with uh with that when they did that commercial for Jordan that uh, uh with uh what's his name song? Uh what's that dude saying? Toilet no, it's not Toilet, but it's the other one. What's the dude? I forget the guy um, my Umi says. Oh, that was oh Mikey took some classic shit out. They they do it. It's over. That's how they they know they the king of the game. Cause y'all like y'all other shoe companies is crazy. How you got Patrick Mahomes and Steph Curry and begging? You got Patrick Mahomes and begging Kanye to come back. That's what y'all know the fuck to do with who you got. Crazy. We're having a rebranding year. If I was Patrick, I'd run. I wouldn't be re-signing. And them blue shoes he was selling the other day, them Skylers. I didn't like them. Steph. You already know how I feel about Under Armour. Sucks. Sometimes a check ain't worth it when they give you when you got a shitty when you put shitty merchandise out. Shitty merchandise. Remember in Houston, the movie Houston. That's what happened to Houston. Houston gave away his name and likeness. Houston used to be a big, huge, powerful brand in the eighties. Like he was a shit. But he signed off his name and license, and they start putting his name on all kind of shit. Suitcases, dudes, cheap perfume, all kind of shit. This person bringing down his name, bringing down his name, just bringing down his name. Damn. That's why you don't never give nobody your name and likeness. I don't care how much money for a long period of time. Fuck y'all. I ain't giving you my name and likeness. You know why? I see why people do it because sometimes they're desperate for money. But don't put yourself in a position. Try not to. Let's try not to put ourselves in a position. It's hard out here in these high inflation streets not to. But try not to put yourself in a position where you got to sell off your name, your being, the brand you built up to a motherfucker for like a billion dollars. Fuck that. Nobody's worth having your name in likeness for that long. Not even a billion dollars. And back then, they got you playing the billion dollar game out here. Why they up in the trillion dollar game? These motherfuckers is making real money. They like 50, 60 million, 70 million, and y'all motherfuckers still talking about, I'm going to be a part of the billionaire club. And so you make dumb deals to be a part of it. It's just so stupid. It's so sad to see. Shit. Let's take a break. I'm depressed at talking about it. Okay, we're going to take a break, and then I'm going to come back with a, le- a couple of more stories, and then we're going to go into knowing y'all. Y'all know y'all have to have a part two sometime. I ain't going to even say we and I just, I'll try to be a part two. <laughs> Okay, so meanwhile, let's go. Uh, let me see what we can listen to. Uh, you know what? Because we talk about money, let's listen to Gwen Guthrie's Ain't Nothing Going On But The Rent. It's the CC Show. I'll be back in a moment, y'all. <laughs> Yeah. 
For the very best in government, politics, celebrity entertainment, music news, tune into the Carlotta Chatwood Show right here on Block Talk Radio. Hey, y'all. We are back on the CC Show. I am Carlotta. We are talking hot topics. Okay. SZA, okay, is selling out arenas. I don't know how big the arenas are. I don't know if they couldn't out pass the arena because I I remember how y'all clapped for her when she came out there at the Grammys. I was like, y'all didn't even know her album was seven weeks on the chart. Maybe it's Generation Z's. I didn't hear her. Even, I got some Z's. I ain't follow. I ain't even heard Z's talk about her like she gets seven weeks on the chart. But here's what I have found out about this. Okay, it's an interesting article in the Los Angeles Times says your favorite artist, favorite artist, how Sizzle went from cult star to pop superstar. Mm-hmm. The money's been, been being put behind somebody. As the sun sets on a balmy February afternoon in West Hollywood, the Grammy winning, this is from LosAngelesTimes.com, winning singer-songwriter known as SZA has just wrapped her second photo shoot of the day inside a historic three-story house off Sunset Boulevard. She wears rainbow chakra beads around her neck and rhinestones on her cheek. Speaking into an antique armchair, she details her weekly agenda, spurts uh, as if released along to repress size through uh, pressure valves. She recovered from a carousel of winter illnesses, tonsillitis, then a respiratory infection. Okay, yes. And she said she still got to put 30 minutes in on a treadmill. With more than six years between the release of her first and her most recent album, this is a 33. Okay, they listen, they learned in the Maxwell trick. It's the Maxwell Charday trick. You motherfuckers, you can't do that shit. You're dumb as fuck. I, I hate it. I hate when they start, like, when, when Maxwell and Stride, they came up with something creative. Cause they, they really just, maybe there was various reasons for why they accidentally started stopped doing albums for five to six years. But these other motherfuckers are trying to use it as a marketing gimmick now. You see, cool decision. I waited six years for my next day. No, bitch, they six years building your ass up for this big run. They're getting ready to do with you. And listen, they're trying to tailor Swift, the black Taylor Swift. Because she was songwriting, she was sing, she was a big songwriter before him, right? She was born. Rick Rubin's behind the career. Oh, oh. that's why I, I ain't. That's why they don't they blow you up. I see you. I see you. Okay. How much of that is in arena tours? Are they cutting out those? Are they like is it selling out? Selling out? Now people gonna get on the bandwagon because they gonna start promoting that she been on for seven weeks number one. So people are going to start getting on the bandwagon and coming out saying, yeah, I want to see Sizzle, see what she likes. That album, though, I listened to that album. I listened to it again. 
no offense. It's the same shit that's been out here. No offense, SZA. She has a song of the album, but it, and it's not an R&B album either, okay? Uh, with more things, I mean, it's sound and it's dark. I mean, it's Scorpio shit. I mean, she's talking about killing, kill Bill and all that shit. It's, you know, it's when we get really dark, okay? But it says, two weeks into the show, I mean, I thought the first album was better, okay? Key former on March 22nd, uh, this 23rd, the 17th show run marks our first proper North American tour since 2018. After our interview, she will fly to Delaware. She's only doing 17 spots, too. So to Delaware for 10 days of rehearsal, she describes the stage show as a Cinderella moment where there's weird, ethereal, mystical soft things with a hardcore edge. Yes, and I've seen some of the pictures from some of the shows. Lots of money behind the show for her. Lots of money. Okay, because they're trying to sell sell you to get out here and do so. She probably got a you know a three sixty deal and shit. Okay, they're gonna make a lot of money off of Scissor's ass. Okay, there might be a little blood she has with the wind. Distinguished by Scissor's biting candor around love, sex, and other social entanglements, SOS evokes the therapy informed prose of girlfriends venting over lattes. It's can listen. I've heard better shit. No offense to, and I'm a, I like Scorpios. I usually go hard for Scorpios. I like this. She's beautiful, but this album is not that great to me. But they're gonna make it that great. Okay, they're gonna make it. Y'all like it a lot because this is a this is a generation that you could just sell a bunch of bullshit to if you like it. So it, it you know, um, but there are better girls that have been doing it a long time. What she's doing, and they like they have been out here a long time on the scene, but she just you know she's the pick of the moment. Okay. She's a new her. She's going to make a Taylor Swift. I get that shit. I see you. I see y'all. Uh, December SOS has been number one album on Billboard 200 for nine non-consecutive weeks. The longest stretch for a female artist since 2016 when Adele 25 topped the charts for 10 non-consecutive weeks. And listen, with black women, they're selling off the same shit. We don't got an Adele out here. Like Adele is like a witness. So we ain't even got no black girl that's out here doing a Dell shit. I mean, like you know, because you can't you can't be a black girl and do a Dell shit now. You got to do something. That's why I say they limit you now. They box you. You say what kind of hers out here? Yeah, to hers up there playing that guitar and had that gimmick. She was a, and her been in that. Her been in the industry for a long time. I don't tell me about her. Her hers or uh, something else. Well, no. I'm talking about we not seeing really, like, strong artists come out, like, in the way of Adele, Whitney, and stuff like that. Just not seeing it. Or Anita Bakers anymore, Stephanie Mills anymore. We're not seeing that. We're seeing a, a whole other thing they're doing with black music. It's funny, she says, when I stress the magnitude of these accomplishments, I guess I'm not mad that I, I'm not mad that I'm busy. I've been unbusy for so long. I just wish I had better planning. I'm learning how to assert myself. Sister says she spent years trying to live up to her reputation as an A-list hit maker. She wrote for Rihanna, Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, collaborated with Kendrick Lamar and Maroon 5 before being nominated for the Best New Artist Grammy in 2017. First, she booked sessions with producer and artist Rick Rubin in, the, in his Malibu studio, Shangri-La, and tinkered with singing bowls at his home in Hawaii. She also met with Timberland in Los Angeles and pinned a few songs with Sia while sitting crisscross on the floor of her Malibu home. Yet none of these sessions yielded anything SZA felt comfortable sharing. By the spring 2022, she had more than 100 songs written and no emphasis to share a single one. 
I pretended to be an artist, she says, in those sessions, nervously thumbing through one of several rings, uh, rings on her fingers. That was me doing what I thought I should be doing, people pleasing, because I felt hella ashamed that I didn't do it sooner. But I've done the opposite of pleasing my fans by not dropping music for almost six years. Maxwell shit, Charday shit, no. To me, I w- you know, I wish fans knew better because I know better. Bitch, the first album was not like a Maxwell. Maxwell and Charday, that, that first album, they, Maxwell had a lot of, the, Herbert Hanson was a pretty, pretty good, I mean, pretty big success. Uh, Sizzle's album first time was good. Uh, but it's in the area of not where you, where y'all streamed today. Y'all don't sell shit, okay? So I can't. I don't see your ass sitting out for six years. Why? Why the fuck was you sitting out for six years? Just because they needed to rebrand you and redo your shit, okay? So and maybe you know, hey, I don't know. I'm just telling y'all, I don't buy the whole thing. I'm 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 seeing here a lot of pumping up. She's really uh uh. Uh, you know, I think she's talented, but I think there's a lot of pumping up of SZA. And I heard the album. And I can't believe it's being out there on the on trust and I at number one. But then again, it's, it's a, ain't a lot of albums being released right now. But the way y'all motherfuckers talk about Beyonce, I mean, Beyonce should be trying that the new cover written to me extra something should be leading as the top ten or something. <laughs> You would think Beyonce ain't had nine consecutive weeks at, at number one. Shit, this this is ass. I ain't heard nothing about. I'm barely. I'm like, oh yeah, what? Yeah, I mean, it's like you, it's 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 what it's a slow build. I see what y'all doing. It's, I mean, the way we make we, they making artists out here today, it's funny shit. I mean, you know, you gotta have the hype, bro. I ain't mad at it, but some stuff is just over the top. You, I mean, it's just I don't know if they just if they selling y'all agendas or not. And I really, I'm not really trying to diss her. I, I'm, 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 I'm happy for people making it, but I'm also not liking the bullshit. Okay, when we tell me somebody at nine, we number one, and I'm like, what the fuck for? I, I, I mean, I saw the hype with her, even though I felt her has been in the industry for a long time and she could be possibly an industry queen. But and I, but the music was great. I, I'm sitting here listening to Scissor. I'm trying to get it. I thought the first album was better, but somebody helped me. Maybe young people is something I'm not seeing. I don't know. I don't want to be here. I'm not trying to be here. But I just saw her John the Grammys when she came out with somebody at nine weeks. It was like two claps. You know, three. It's like people were like, who? Who they say? Scissor. Like, you know that Whitney Houston meme where they, when she looking around, people clap. <laughs> like the most unknown person that's been at the week now and suddenly she got stadiums filled up suddenly so i'm interested in who the 17 arenas how much of the stadium are they using you know because they be tricks and shit <laughs> but they're gonna hype her up so much now that she's gonna be out but scissor has had actually the, i've heard i've heard about beyonce more i can't believe this shit i'm like what the fuck I've heard about Beyonce's tour more than Scissor's 19 tour arena, and she's been on the chart nine weeks at number one. What the hell is going on? Why are you hearing about Scissor? Crazy. Wow. You said Carlotta, you like Carlotta, so you think Scissor real? No. But I'm just kind of shy. It's just sort of like it's a slow build. It's just like, 
I mean, I ain't even heard, like, young people talking about it. I ain't heard nobody talk about scissors like that. Like, I ain't heard nobody, like, having all that thing, like, scissors my shit. I ain't seen nobody seeing it. Now, I do see when they put on, like, Hollywood Unlocked, the shade room, and say something about her, and people are like, oh, this is shit. People say that. But I ain't seen people, like, sometimes young people put their little stuff up there and put people's things up, and they like, I ain't seen none of that shit. I ain't hardly seen nobody talking about scissors. I'm just, I'm just, I see it here and there. Oh, yeah, she got a good album. I don't know. It's hard to tell in the age of streaming. I don't know what y'all doing nowadays. I, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I just wonder if y'all bullshit me about scissors. I don't know yet. If I, if I, I'm confused. I done heard more about Lizzo than I have scissors. No, y'all said Lizzo been out, Lizzo been out the charts nine weeks. Y'all got more publicity running around here about Lizzo than SZA. So I'm kind of confused by somebody who's been at the chart, on top of the chart, Billboard 200 for nine consecutive weeks, and is on a 17 arena tour where she's selling them out and actually has a hell of a, like a, a looks like a, 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 a stage thing going on. How the fuck are we not hearing about her like we hear about Lizzo and all this? Pretty well, she is a Scorpio. She moves quietly. It's quiet shit. <laughs> so we do move it on the ground. <laughs> you could talk about shit. Damn, what you got? Ten minutes left. Woo, who I need to talk about next? I got so much I need to talk about. Y'all, wow. Okay, so uh, who is it next I, I need to talk about on here? Uh, it's somebody I left off. Let me clean up. You talked about Tim Norman. I know I'm going to have to have this too because there were some, a lot of stories I've left off for y'all. Um, but let's see. What else we got? We got, not, we got five minutes. Hold us down to five minutes. Okay. So we talked about Adidas. I got to talk about NAACP awards. I'm going to try to come back and talk about that in part two. We didn't get to talk about Dwayne Wade's daughter changing her legal name and stuff like that. I got some things to say about that. We got to talk about this R. Kelly. Y'all running around here talking about R. Kelly and Aaliyah's child. I got to keep doing Get that girl home. Get that girl. Anyway. Uh. We got to talk about the Beehive and Stephanie Mills. I forgot about talking about that. Uh, Mary J. Rogers talk show. It's so many shit I got to talk to y'all about. But, I, you know, uh, I don't got time. We, we, uh, Britney Spears. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I like, you know, listen, I see. I told y'all time will reveal. Did I tell y'all time will reveal? I told y'all from the beginning that when they was doing that free Britney movement, I said, how the hell that movement come out of nowhere, that's somebody after the Britney, that's somebody out of your money and your catalogs. I hope you ain't married to a handler. Because now they letting all your crazy come out. You know what they going to do? Go back. See, Daddy was right. Daddy, wasn't, you wouldn't hear none of this when Daddy was in charge. No matter what the shit y'all try to put on her Daddy, shit was under control. You didn't, somebody got in Britney Spears here and time like, you need to get rid of your conservative shit. You know, why, why should you be told what to do about from your daddy? Got in her fucking ear. See, her daddy was making sure she wasn't making a mistake, like who she married, make sure she wasn't getting pregnant, because she didn't need to and shit right now. Her mind, 
ain't ready yet. So her dad was trying to look like he's trying to protect her. That don't mean he wasn't a fucked up person, but he looked like he's still trying to protect her ass. Now she out here among the woods. TMZ the other day. Yeah, well, see, you know, she wasn't doing it because they tried to make it season because they was the main one out here promoting that shit. And Britney Spears' ass should not have been out from under her conservative shit. Now the girls out here acting just wild men. And the vultures are flying over. They're flying. You see them vultures. I saw them. I see them. I see them coming. They just flapping, waiting. The feast on Britney. Be careful out in these streets. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> anyway, we should have part two coming up sometime soon. I'm not going to say when, but you guys, I hope you have the rest of your, you have a wonderful weekend. You enjoy the rest of your weekend. I'm going to try to enjoy the rest of mine, child. I got, you know, I got some stuff. I got a lot of stuff to do. I'm going to try to enjoy it, okay? But you guys are going to leave out with, what am I going to leave out with? Oh, you know what? This is an old school one. Oh, my God. I still love this. It, it never gets old, okay? It just never, never gets old. And I got it up. It's old school temptations. Treat her like a lady. I'm out. See y'all for part two sometime soon. Bye. Treat her like a lady.
yeah, right there. Okay, I was singing with it. That's my song right there. I, I, it, it, that song never, ever gets old. Okay, treat her like a lady. The Temptations did that shit. Okay, it's the CC Show. If you are listening to the sound of my voice, you are listening to the archives. What's up, archive listeners? Thank you so much, you guys. Listen, thank you so much. My 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 little audience is growing. I appreciate. Listen, y'all don't really know how much I appreciate y'all. Like, thank you. Okay, thank you so much. I mean, the crap I be talking crap on here, and I know like some you know I get so sometimes encouragement for some people that's been listening for a long time, and they like, oh, you guys do you know get over YouTube, and I, I know I get it, I get it. I, you know, and sometimes I'm scared, bro. <laughs> but you guys, listen, I. Uh, appreciate uh, y'all, the small group I have, and that y'all listen to me. And y'all care what I got to say? It's so crazy to me, okay? But thank you so much. Remember, you can hit me up on Carly's underscore galaxy, okay, at Instagram. You can also hit me up on uh, Twitter, Chatwood Show and Carlotta72. You also can hit me up on my favorite, the Carlotta Chapel Facebook page. That's where you guys can you can DM me at Instagram and the Carlotta Chapel Facebook page, but you're more likely to get a quicker response on the Carlotta Chapel Facebook page, okay? And if you have anything like you have a you writing book, if you have if you've written a book or if you um, you got music or whatever it is that you guys like to promote or something like that, and if we can get you on the show, if we like it, we gotta like it. <laughs> Whenever I like it, I will try my best to get y'all on and stuff like that, and we'll have a discussion, okay? I mean, I always have people who, you know, different people on the show, too. I've found some of the uh, some really great authors and everything on this show, okay? And soon-to-be authors, all kinds of stuff, okay? So, uh, you guys, remember that, you know, just that, hey, if you like to do that, please hit me up in my inbox. You, you, that's where most of my people come from, okay, when I do do interviews and stuff, a lot of times people have hit me up in my inbox, all right, all right, you guys, so, we will have a part two, shit, I don't know when, don't get on me, don't be like Carlotta, where's the part two, I, listen, I'm just gonna say it's gonna be a part two, because see, life be happening, and I be forgetting to do the part two, I know, I know, I know, I gotta get better, I gotta be more consistent, okay, so I'm gonna get a part two going, I'm, I'm because there's a lot of stuff we gotta talk about. So part two will happen, okay? <laughs> All right, you guys. I hope you did enjoy this show, okay? Uh, what are we going to leave out with? Oh, my God. I don't know. I mean, what are we going to leave the final song, the final, final, final one? You know what? I just, I got a activity for this song. I love the, I love the lyrics. That's why I play it so much on here. But I really, it's an old school, it's an old re, uh, remix from, uh, like, a, it's a kind of remix, I guess. Is that what they can call this? Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Lucky Day. Oh, God, I love the words. I love the lyrics more than anything. It's just a hot song, okay? Sexy, okay? Here's Earth, Wind, and Fire, Lucky Day, You Want My Love. It's the CC Show. I will see y'all with part two show soon. All right, bye.
Tell me, baby, what you 